Have you ever watched um, Monsters, Inc.? Um, is that a cartoon? It's a Pixar movie. I know you're not big on movies. I don't know I have. I have children, so I think they have yeah, watched it. Yeah, yeah. So you know the you know the gist of Monsters Inc. It's quite an interesting. Con- well, it's not. It's quite an. It's an interesting and in air quotes concept where you know how the whole monster world is powered, how the monsters power their world. It's powered off. They jump out. They they go into the humans' world and they come out of kids' closets and scare kids in the night and harvest their fears and then take it back to the monster world and that's how they. Well, that's this is real life. Yeah, it's this, kinda... this is how the media fuel <laughs> everything they do yeah. with, uh, with normie like, tears and normie fears. Sorry, yeah. yeah. There's all these. Um, there's all these. Uh, what do you call them? Um, there's a name. They're not like, but the same with like Bugs Life. You know, do you know the? You know, I've talked about it before. But you know the famous speech in Bugs Life from like the locusts. No, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. No. Oh, you got to watch Bugs Life because basically the these big locusts comes along, come along and they are extorting the little bugs, and they basically have this meeting with the with the bad bugs. The bad bugs are like, look, if all these little these little bugs outnumber us, you know, daddy da to one. Like, if they figure out that they just they could just steamroll us whenever they wanted to, we're fucked. So we have to get, crush them and keep them. These are, and amongst all these Disney Pixar movies, there are all these themes that are pretty much, hey, as they say, Tim, hidden in plain sight. It's all there, mate. Monsters, Inc., Bugs, Life. There's a word for it. I, for the life of me, I cannot fucking think of the word. You have an issue over there, or we've got a leaky glass? No, no, no. I just think I've fucking spilled some in there. I think. It, do you think it could be the frozen frappe? Uh, have you got a brain freeze off that yet? They give me a bad brain freeze. I had to slow it down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you've really got to pace yourself to the point where it melts. Hey, yeah, we haven't even welcomed our listeners. And I haven't even welcomed you. Hello, Tim. <sighs> Hello, Joel. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Merry in Christmas. A few, in a week, probably a week and a day or two or something, three. Yeah, well, when the, when the people hear this, it'll be getting pretty close, won't yeah. it? It'll be getting and close. This is our this is our last podcast. Yes. In in the bunker. In the Bishopdale bunker, the crime-infested streets of Bishopdale. Good fucking riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> You'll never see it. They'll never see another Joel and Tim show uh, going live ever again. That's it. Yeah. You gonna be, chance, you fucking we're going it. to be moving up the hill into cash now oh, for yes. and maybe the occasional one in um, Cust or maybe Swananoa, maybe uh, Ayrton. Yeah, West Ayrton. West Ayrton. Yeah, well, I think we could be. We could Mandeville. be. We could be South Ayrton. I think. Uh, we could be South East Ayrton. We could be Swananoa. <laughs> All I know is there's lots of weird things running around, and there are a lot of it. There's turkeys. There's massive wild turkeys out there. Big ones. I see them all the time. Pheasants. Quails. Dinner. Oh, there's so many hawks. Oh, I, I don't know if they're hawks or swamp harriers, but they're very similar. Birds of prey. I see them lurking. I always look at them with a with a certain fondness. I love it. I love a bird of prey. I don't know about you. Do you is that what you is that your spirit animal? Would you be a bird? Um Well, yeah, I suppose, maybe. Maybe I'd be like a bird of prey, like a raptor. Gotta be pretty badass. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm a bad. Am I badass enough to be a bird of prey, or would I be like a ground sloth or a tree you'd be, squirrel? No, you'd be a kiwi. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. Kiwis can get pretty fucking. Kiwis can get a little bit toey too. They're pretty brutal. They can get pretty brutal. Yeah, they're also pretty playful, but pretty easy for every other single bird to get away from them. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm not like that slow, 
but I'm not not as fast as I used to be, Tim. But that goes that goes with that saying. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. hard to keep up the. When, when was your peak fastness? Peak speed. <laughs> peak, I don't think there was ever a peak fastness. Um, oh, it would have to have been when I was I don't know. It had to be like eighteen to twenty something, early twenties. How fast do you reckon you could run hundred meters when you were at your peak? Oh, I would never clue. Probably about six point three. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the uh, twenty yard dash, mate. Ah, oh, that's it, the twenty yard yeah. dash. Sorry. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I would say I've got. You know what I think? Without, without honking my own horn too much. I don't think I was blessed with speed. No, I'm not. I'm not unco. Well, that's that's where I'm going with this. I must say, what I feel I was blessed with was pretty good coordination. Yeah, your hand eye. My hand eye is really good for a guy who does fuck all. Yep. I. Always, like, things will fall off ladders and I'll catch them and no one's around to see it. And I'll think to myself, that was a really, that was a crazy catch. It was feline-like. But I don't have the speed. But we don't always always have to have the speed. We, no. can't, all be, we can't all be the cheater. Some of us have to be the, I don't know, then there's the honey badger, you know. I'm not saying I'm a honey badger, but, you know, there's certain people like that that are like honey badgers. Yep. Um... What would you be? What what animal would you be? I know. I was. You're definitely a prey animal. You're definitely a prey animal. One hundred percent. You're not. A, you're not. You're not prey. You're a predator, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. <laughs> you're definitely a predator. <laughs> but you're you're not like a predator. That you're not. Don't call me that when uh, we're dropping the kids off at school. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. I don't. I mean you. You predate. You have to. Hey. Things on the on the savanna have to eat, you know. Yeah, uh, and I mean eat other things as opposed to you're not you're not like a little um you're not like a little shrew eating little nuts and seeds. You're no. at, you know what's a maybe you're a actually, I'm not out just attacking shit. Maybe you're a boa. Like maybe you're a boa to defend if someone comes near me. Maybe you're a boa constrictor. Maybe because you're a jujitsu guy. So you you know no, maybe you like I'm to, a smaller snake. Yeah, but you have to be a constrictor though. Yeah, because they put the pressure on, they put on the chokes. You see, yeah, they crush their prey. I love seeing an anaconda Ooh. choking a crocodile. I, I thought you were going to say a human being for a minute. I was like, well, what? have you seen that? I don't know if that was real. Did you see that guy who dressed? He, he said he had this uh, snake-proof suit. <laughs> was he from Florida? Of course. <laughs> Sounds oh, like no, something. No. She had to Florida, but it sounds like something a Floridian would say. It was I've like that moron who suit. hopped in a clear cage and got in front of a polar bear. Did you see that one? No. So he hopped in a perspex box, oh, God. essentially, and they dropped them off. How thick was the perspex? Uh, thick enough. Okay. And so they dropped them off on a a, a piece of ice in the the North Pole somewhere. But with what what provisions did he have? Um, no, well there was camera crew sort of back and away. Yeah. So this. Oh, was they just, were just going to leave this, it there no, for no, a period. No, no, this was just a stunt to see what a polar bear would do, and the polar bear come up and just started attacking the fuck out of it. Yeah, probably flipped it over. Yeah. And yeah. How strong? How well constructed was the? It thing? looked pretty well constructed. And what was the end result? Um, Spoiler alert. No, so just go and watch it. Okay. Okay. So his funeral was like in 2002. Oh, okay. no, no, maybe not. No. No, he was right. So where do we get on to that? Oh, you're talking about the uh, anaconda, the snake-proof suit. Yeah, the snake-proof suit. So another guy, he dressed in the snake-proof suit and he thought he would just... No, he wanted to get swallowed by a snake. 
Oh. It wasn't just it wasn't just wrapped up and choked. He wanted to get swallowed in a in a swallow proof suit. What a what and a, to see if he could get in and then cut his way out. What a strange thing to want to happen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to. I don't, I don't know. think it went well. No, I don't, certainly don't want to get digest, semi digested by a fucking massive constrictor. It was hard to tell if it was real or not. Excuse but me. I, I saw one. This might have happened a couple of times, but I did see one where the snake has was up to sort of waist height. Oh goodness gracious! And he me. was screaming. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't have a lot of don't have a I don't have a lot of experience with snakes, and I kind of want to keep it that way. Yeah. I, that's one thing I'm thankful of living in New Zealand. Yeah, I try to avoid things with cold blooded things. I mean, even birds. It's hard. Like, you birds know, are cold blooded, aren't they? Yeah, politicians. I know we've got. Are. I know. Yeah, they definitely. They're definitely reptiles. They. They. I know we've got some listeners uh, out there who aren't fond of birds. Birds are. You know, they can be. I was just watching a video, funny animal videos with Eva before on YouTube, and there was one of these chicks with like. They were at some sort of wildlife park, and this ostrich just put its head in the car and started like attacking the food tray. And these <laughs> chicks were like flipping out, like not just like fuck off and throwing the food out the window, like you probably would, but they were like f- just like they were all in the corner of the back seat of the car, freaking out about this ostrich. And I was like, yeah, it's like a fucking dipl- baby diplodocus coming in there and fucking shit up. Um, so how's your how's your week been in tr- uh, pre Christmas tradie land? can be a bit of a crazy it's time. Out of hand. It's crazy for the clients and what the clients want. For me personally, I just I just tick along. I don't feel the stress. No, 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 no. I no. just think it's funny how you run. It's funny how people act at this time of the year in trade yeah. in tradie world. It, it, people go nuts. Yeah, but yeah. the trade most of the traders is just like everyone you talk to. Most like, of the traders are like, like we're wrapping this so up. So fucking busy, but guess we're what? wrapping it up. We're not working extra hours. We're just working till we finish. And if it gets done, it gets done. Yep. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. See you in January. And people are freaking out when they get told shit's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah you got to be a bit more organised, I suppose. But, you know, I've been on a site, that site in Hornby, and it's just it's just cruise central out there. I mean, it's oh, just, just the, um, the, the, the painting meat, the old... old the meatworks. The old meatworks. Yeah, I've been painting uh, steel frame windows with a spray can again. It's kind of fun. Are um, you bombing everything? Oh, mate, I went through, I'm going through so many cans of black zincat, CRC zincat from Black's Fasteners, mate, you would not. Is that, I'm why, through, why that technique? Is that? That's just what they've been, that's what the builders have been doing. Okay. And, and it's like, imagine a steel frame window that's fucking, I don't know, 3 by 2.5, but it's got like, it's got, so many bars in it. Like, yeah. it, it's got 30 panes of glass in it. So imagine you've got all these little metal panes. Not not panes, the glass is panes, but whatever you call it. What do you call the little bits of metal? Just... Brrr, it depends brrr. what like, going, uh, yeah. Imagine a giant or crossword. Some or something. Ima- yeah. yeah. Um, so imagine do a giant you... crossword. So I've got them on... St- uh, are you taping it? Are you masking no, it? No, these are, these are off. They're flat over... They've got old bits of carpet in a warehouse. And they've got saw horses. Are they reglazing it? After you do it. Yeah, it's brand new. Brand new steel frames that look like crossword puzzles. Oh, brand new. Yeah, it's all steel. Oh, wow. So they've hit it with, that's been hit with like grinders and shit in places to take off rough bits. And I'm going around with like um, zinc black spray paint, just spraying every surface twice, yep. inside and out, back front. It's so, it's like I just put my mask on, put my headphones on, my earmuffs. 
And like I don't see people. I'm in this just whole house by myself all day, just spraying. Then I'll go and paint a couple of doors. Then I'll go and paint a couple of steel purlins. I got a bit of fascia to paint tomorrow. I'm the only guy on site. I'm the only painter on site, mate. It's like I'm the site painter. I occasionally talk to a couple of the old builders. No one wears high vis. Good. Fuck all signing in. Good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, it's pretty mellow site because there's no, there's no. It's like just it's gonna be going. That site will be operational for it seems like fucking well a year or two. I reckon easy, yeah. easy. So yeah, but um, the the tiny homes. Well, we this is. Have only, you finished painting? Uh, no, I've only got I've got the bathroom to paint. I've sealed it up, filled all the holes, gapped it. Bit of silicon around, like that, that. Those those timber beads around the top of the shower. I'm a little bit like, eh. the I'll tell you what, the siliconing around, the siliconing around the shower at the bottom of the shower tray where it meets the pretty. Um, I showed we've got a uh, our builder. Our, I say our builder, a builder who we use, real good dude. If anyone needs a, if anyone, as obviously we got Tim here. Tim's Tim's a busy guy. Um, if anyone wants a one-man band builder who's really good, just give me a give, give me a DM and I'll post his details. But so anyway, he um, I showed this siliconing to Amy, and I was like, I'm no silicon expert, but this is fucking bad. But look, the house is here now. There's no point. She's like, gets a photo. I'm like, babe, there's no point taking a photo of it to send it to Wanaka. They they, they they are. It's what can they do from there? The, well, she she just wants to show them all the shit work they've done. You know. To make a case about, look, you built the place, but you actually, you got some people down there who are doing pretty subpar work. Like, there might be a builder or two, and then there might be like four lackeys doing lackey shit. Yep. So imagine the shower, you know where the shower tray meets the lining sort of thing, that that front step? There's a big thick bead of, this is perishing around the edges, and it's covered, the entire width and length of it is covered in what appears to be like fine sawdust. It's really bad. Like, all I can think is I'm going to have to cut the whole lot out and just smush a whole lot back in there nicely with my finger and a bit of a spray bottle with a bit of mess in it. Yeah. And then even the... I, anyway, if you're out there, I'll show you it. It's, it's fucking bad, man. Like, when I know it's bad. So that's my final room of painting. Sound like such an... In, sound like such an ingrate. I always wondered about ingrate. Shouldn't it be ungrate? Um, I don't know. I was. You know, how people say, major. "Oh, he's such an ingrate," but really, shouldn't it be ungrate? I don't know. Would you say ungrateful? You say ungrateful, know. but yeah, I was listening to now. But you pay a shitload of money for something. We did. We paid a lot for that. For the, you know, it's a lot. Like, yeah, you could have built a, a house 10, 15 years ago. We could have built a house for what we paid for that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. When, but then again, you could easily say, "Yeah, but Joel, we're not." 10 or 15 years ago, and I'm well aware of that. No, but even that even that money, you could still build You could still build something substantially bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I expected the some of the finishing, and, you know, they did have... They went way over time. I tell you what, I, I won't... Yeah, I'm not going to do a... I'm not in the business of doing shit reviews, but I'm just not... I said to Amy, I just don't... I think we will just refrain from reviewing... Because, you know, it's like, it's better just to not say anything at all sometimes, I think. Yeah, I always do that. I just vote with my wallet. So next time I yeah, do I wouldn't something, recommend I just them. never go to that place or yeah. never recommend them. I wouldn't recommend them. Like, they, yeah, it was all, yeah, they, they rushed it at the end. But it wasn't because the pressure was on from our end. It was 
they had plenty of time. They went way over time. And since they sent it, sent it up, they've been really... Um, we're trying to get all the bits and pieces for the joinery and all the shit, and they're just fucking hopeless. But that's, I suppose, that's fucking... It's a group of young guys down in Wanaka who are probably just can't wait to get to the mountain bike track or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, but, and that's the problem with when they send it away from them. It's so hard because of the distance for them to get you to get anything done up here. It is. Like, yeah. they would have to either send someone up or try to hire someone here. Well, no, that's what we're doing. We're having to get everything. Like, we had gas fitters out today, and then they're like, uh, you got to put Hardy's underneath the gas oven. So there's just ongoing, like, Amy... Poor old Amy. She's just... But I just can't get her around to the... It, I suppose it's hard to indoctrinate someone when they aren't in the world of yep. what we do. And I'm lumping us all in one big tradey broth here. But it, we are in one big broth. We are in a big broth. And, and, and it's hard, you know, it's... Yeah, Amy, she's got a very... Bless her, she's got a very, very... Her visions, and it's like sometimes the visions just, I don't know, sometimes the vision just got to rip the page off, throw that vision in the bin, and at least we've got a new vision now. And it's slightly different. It's not quite what you pictured, but this is the best we can do. And then there's people not turning up, and I'm just like, fuck. I was like, yeah, nothing you can do. Especially like we just said at this time yeah. of the year. The gas fitters were going to come yesterday, and then they're going to come yesterday afternoon, and then they come about lunchtime, just for lunchtime today. So they got there. And then they're like, uh, you've got to drill a hole through the floor. So now we've got a new hole on the floor. And there's no way we can put a duct on it. We don't even know what we're going to do with the hole on the floor yet. Apparently the builders put a bit of mesh around it. It's, it's you know, there's some real, some real shit shows happening, eh? Um, but yeah, fun and games. But I was just thinking uh, earlier, um, have you segwaying slightly into uh, podcast reviews for the week? I have listened to a lot because, I'm, like I say, I've been working by myself a lot. Have you listened to the latest Rogan with the photographer? No. Okay, it's really interesting. I had never, I hadn't heard of this face, uh, Facebook, YouTube um, page. Uh, sorry, uh, channel. The the dude's name is Mark Later, spelt L A I T A. Mark Later. So he's in his he's in his early sixties. He's like a well known photographer, right? And he, he's done like, he, he, he worked in advertising for years and he just got disillusioned with it because, you know, he was, he was like doing, he was doing like Apple's, you know, ads and shit. He was working for Apple and shit, doing their photos, selling shit, selling ads, all that crap. And he just got disillusioned. So now he's out, he's got this, um, he's got this YouTube channel called, called White, I think it's called White Underbelly. Is it called White Underbelly? Or was it called Soft Underbelly? I gotta check. Better, I gotta double check that. Oh, it's yeah. Sorry, I got that. It's called Soft White Underbelly. So it's a YouTube channel, and I tell you what, you know, it's amazing. What it's kind of like. There, there will be so many. Obviously, there will be thousands of high quality channels that you just you well you'll probably never hear of. But Soft White Underbelly is this. It's his project where he goes around all around North America interviewing um, junkies, prostitutes, pimps, um, inbred people, rapists, pedos, and he does it with this really, like when he, no matter who the person is, he just, you know, he just asks them very matter of fact questions, he doesn't, 
you know, even even the even the undesirable. I've I've only watched one. I've watched one video on like I listened to it at work when I I paused the podcast, the Rogan podcast, and put uh, this uh, is like this hooker. Should say prostitute sex worker, whatever the fuck you call them. She was this young Latino chick. Um, like it's it's fuck it's crazy, man. The stories he's explaining to Joe what what the story how all the stories cross and with all the people living on Skid Row and all the prostitutes and blah. And it's always the whole you know abused, abandoned, and like yeah, I was listening to this. It's quite like he, the way he films it. It's like. He, it's just them, it's like sepia, like black and white, and he kind of, yeah, just his questions, he's very flat, very flat sort of tone, and he just lets them, you know, talk about their lives, and it's like, you know, I was listening to that, it's, it's kind of listening, it's, yeah, it's one of those that sort of gets a bit of a response out of, yeah, like, it's like, thinking, I'm listening to it thinking, fuck, man, you know, you kind of just start thinking, wow, I've got, you know. Nothing to complain about? No. Nothing. But you need that. You need that every now and again. But um, so with all the, yeah, like all I've got to do, we, we just, I'm just tired and moving and, and painting and it's all going to be over soon and I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be back to my normal old, my normal old, you know, just general hamster wheel slugfest, which is pretty manageable, but never got, never got uh, fucked as a kid and. Didn't get beaten from pillar to post and uh, all that, so all in all, come out, come out of it pretty well. But all of these people on, on he like you will go like Joe said he went down a rabbit hole, and I can tell you what, if I wasn't so flat tack at the moment, you could go down a rabbit hole. But there's the sort of shit that you can't like. Yeah, you know, I watch a lot of shit at home with Eva and the kids around, but this is certainly not the shit you could watch when the kids are around because, you know. You know, they're talking about some pretty, you know, hard out shit. But um, when I started flicking through, I went onto the his channel when I started flicking through the people he's talked to, and it's like, whoa, there's some. It's a veritable smorgasbord of unfortunate events. It's like inbred. He's interviewing. Uh, there's like the Whitakers, an inbred, an inbred family, and it's like they're fully. Well, they make great chocolate. <laughs> Excuse me, I got. I'm so snotty, but um, yeah, it's like. Yeah, there's like skinny clue. He's got Klu Klux Klan guys, fucking skinheads, gangbangers, pimps. Fuck, it's it's just like it's they're all they're all like they're all twenty, thirty, whatever minute. Like Joe said, you could just you could spend days watching all these interviews. But the dude Mark later the the photo photographer, he's like, like I think I'm, I think I'm done with. I think I think we've got enough junkies on Skid Row. Uh, a lot of he he a lot of people crit, uh, critique him, like you're exploiting them and da 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 and you know and he 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 explains it all quite well. It's like you know I'm not I'm I'm showing you what it's like for these people and some people are like you know the whole thing. Why don't you do something for them? And he does. He gives them. You'll see, you'll if you watch some uh, like the chick I watched. Her name is Exotic. That's her hooker name. You see her whole story and her whole background. You feel really sorry for her. Then you see a video of her like a year or two later, and he's he's help, he helps he gives this guy must have done really well. He he lives in Pacific Palisades. He was doing he was doing photos for Apple, so he's filthy yeah. rich. 
And he, he tells you how much money he, like, he's like, okay, so um, the chick, the, the prostitute chick, I watched the more recent video, I listened to it on the way home from work, and, and he was like, look, this, it's, she's totally different, she's in with another pimp, um, he's like, you know, I tried to help you, and I gave you money, and I put you up, I sent you away with your two kids, you got your kids back, you know, I sent you away to the mountains to go hang out with your kids, and then you're like, then I noticed the communication change between me and you, and you were like, oh, I need $500 today, then it was like, I need $1,000, I need 2000 and then he... Dr- you know her- that's not her talking, that's probably him. Yeah, her, her she, pimp. so she's got a new pimp, and he's a crip, he's in the crips, and like, this whole story, the stories are bonkers, this guy is just giving, he's... He's like, he, he fully understands that a lot of these people are, some people are fucked, like they're pretty, you know, they're super fucked up, and but some of them are, he's, he thinks he might be able to, but he's like, a lot of the time it's... You can't win online when, like you said, people are criticising him for not doing enough. But yep. if, if he just had videos, because I've, I watch this bullshit all the time as well, if he just had videos of him doing good things and giving people money like mr beast or something yeah then the haters would just be like oh he's just virtue signaling yep. online you know he's just getting a following from giving people money this is a fucking waste you're using these people yeah like you can't you just can't please the haters it wouldn't matter what you fucking do yeah like i it's probably something we've we haven't critiqued those particular things on this show we more critique the the power elite, you might call them, because to be fair, I don't really watch a lot of that Mr. Beast people helping people out. It's not really in my wheel. I, I'm more of a doom and gloom sort of a guy. I'm like the happiest doom and gloom guy around. Like, I like <laughs> to watch nuclear bombs going off and and weird shit. Uh, you know, it's like it makes you... Yeah, you watch the horrible shit and then yep. you easily appreciate what you have. Like, oh, yeah. we've got it so good here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I also, another funny one, I was painting. So I was out at the house by myself the other night, one night, maybe Monday or Tuesday, and I started listening to David, the, the latest David Goggins. And like, I don't know what it is about David Goggins. I don't know what it is about him, eh? I don't know what it is about him, but he... You start running on the spot, did you? Not quite, but I stayed at work a bit longer. When I after I was like, ah, fuck this, I'm fucking over this shit. I'm fucking, you know, I've been at work all day. Who's gonna carry the boats? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, I was like, that would have been like a fifteen hour day, and I was still driving home listening to David Goggins. He'd probably still be like, man, you're a total pussy though. You should have done. You really need to be doing twenty three hour days, Joel. Come on, man, fucking. But uh, yeah, I love Goggins. I was listening to Goggins. I was like, I think I need to, yeah. I think I need to. I need to get a bit more. Once, once this is all over, man. I tell. Oh, now this. Is, I got an announcement to make. But breaking, again, breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, right foot, opposite foot, gout back. A little bit of gout in the right foot. First time ever. So, uh, gout it up. Two point um, I had been a bit lazy on the ACV in the morning. I've been taking it again. The problem has been, and I don't know if you, you would have been through periods of your working professional life like this, my diet in the last month, three weeks, three weeks has been diabolical, mate. It has been so bad. That's the problem with working so much. It is, mate. It is fucking hard. Unless you, It's all right for the Rogans and the high flyers, but for us lowly laymen, it's like... 
Like, Amy makes me a pretty good lunch, and I don't buy, I'll, I don't go out and buy, like, and Hornby, man, it's fucking hard, like, it's, there's not a lot around there, so I, I take my wee guest cooker, I heat up some soup, I have a mandarin, I have some, so it's not crazy. What's better than eating a mandarin? Eating Amanda out. <laughs> Thanks for bringing the funnies to uh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Another racist comment. Merry Christmas. Is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. is It's, it's triggering the, the social justice woke people. They want to... I uh, think there's, there's factions of the Blue Head Crazy Brigade that want to get it to, like, Happy Holidays or something. But Merry... So we've got to keep the Merry Christmas alive. Fuck, I'm rocking it. For yeah. our... For our um, you know, for our... Um, for our... Uh, our European brethren, who are just, let's be honest, they're just getting just, you know, I mean, it's been going on for a long time, just being bashed around. Um, back to the diet. Oh, man, fuck, I tell you what. Like, so, the, but dinner, it's the dinner. The dinner has basically been, um, like, so the, you know, the Peter Tibbs pizzas, which are good, you know, $10 pizza, cut it in half. Give Amy a bell on the way home from work. She's like, give me, you know, give me 10 minutes. So the Mikey Musumeshi uh, pizza diet. I'm on the, diet, I'm on the Mikey an, um, Musumeshi diet. Here. Musumeshi, but the Musumeshi is, he's about 55 kgs dripping <laughs> wet. He's about 21 years old and he's super active. And he works out 16 hours a day. Yeah, see, I don't. So I can't be, a, so, but the Musumeshi, barely been, I mean, haven't got time to be drinking, but I tell you what, just the, you start noticing. I mean, you 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 know, I you you notice it, eh? Like, yeah, when you when you when you carry on like this, fuck, it's it's not good. Like, you know, it's just get a bit sluggish. I just no, nah, I'm sort of because we're at the light of the like. Basically, it's like we're moving in two days. We're moving now. I mean, uh, there's fuck all shit around, but. Looking pretty empty around here. It's looking pretty empty, but you know, it's still got you know how it is. Like they get the big trailer on Saturday, the couch and all the big shit. Then Sunday's cleaning, but I'm still painting. So, and then you know, but we're nearly out of here. But it's I tell you what, one year I've got to take a fucking I've got to have a Christmas holiday. One year, eh? like last year, it was the same fucking deal. But um, yeah, I don't get me wrong. I still I'll still look at soft white underbelly and you know, look. Oh, at least I'm not an inbred prostitute, but um. You know, anyway, oh, the gout. So it's very minor, very minor, but in the opposite foot. But I'm just going to have to hit the ACV. And so I, you've, got a, you've got a drinking gout foot, which is your left, left foot. Left foot, yep. And so, you've so, got an eating gout yeah, foot, which yep. is your right foot. So I've got foot. a pizza gout as the right and a drinking. <laughs> so the, I pretty much got the drinking under control. I mean, I, it's, drinking has never really been a problem for me. But I just, you know, I've since I started getting the left gout, Gout it up, OG gout it up. I I've got stopped and it's kind of gone, but now I've got the pizza gout, the processed meat on the those bloody Peter Tim's pizzas, meat lovers pizzas are bloody good, but once again, if you have a half a pizza four nights a week for a month, you do start getting a little bit like. Get I to, used to pizza to the was end of the my line with favorite the pizza. from age twenty to thirty. Yeah, if you'd ask me what my favorite food was, you're big pizza guy. Just pizza, pizza, to fucking pizza gate. Love hashtag pizza gate. Love pizza gate. You're down at um. You, me you, and Hillary. Just were you fucking, down at um? Were you down at um? Uh, what's it called? Uh fuck. I'm Comet. Comet. Comet pizza. ping pong. Comet ping pong. Now. Something like that. So now I would just on that I had some I shown it last week that we didn't get to. And that was 
like you know, I think we talked to Jen from The Rock about that sort of stuff, Pizzagate, yep. Yep. and also Pixie. We talked to her about it. Yeah. But um, I tell you what, if you want to, and this is not for everyone, but it is fucking funny. If you want a fairly entertaining, about as lighthearted as it can get. Uh, sort of rundown on that whole Pizzagate thing, which is poo-pooed in the, uh, obviously poo-pooed in the corporate media, but the those conspiracy guys, the Irish, or oh, it's that Gordo yeah. and his wife and another, very funny, great, uh, they do great uh, impersonations. You know, you've you've heard those because, so it's five hours, 37 minutes long. Uh, so it's long, but they go into... Yeah, they, they go into the whole Pizzagate thing. And that, all of the craziness aside, there's still some very strange things going on there. All those emails. There's some very strange stuff in and amongst it. And, like, Gordo has on pretty... Like, he gets Irish comedians and shit and who are nowhere near as far down the rabbit hole as he is. And they kind of do their own research coming into it. Uh, and, you know, they're a little bit more, um, what's the right word? They're not so, yeah, they're, well, they're just not so far in the rabbit holes, Gordo. Although Gordo's, for a, for a whack job, or an alleged whack job, as we are sort of tied with that brush by the normies, um, he is fairly level-headed. Like, whenever you hear Gordo on, like, um, Union of the Unwanted, and it's all the US conspiracy people and, like, Sam Tripoli, Gordo always comes off like the most reasonable guy <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by a long way. it's kind of, He doesn't just jump on everything, but he, you know, as we all should do, if you have the time or wherewithal, you should, like, you shouldn't just discount anything, really. Apart from, I think, one thing I will always say is I discount the corporate news because... We've, we already know, we, 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 we've got the, the memo is in, done, dusted, you've screwed it up, you've thrown it in the trash can, it's done. We know what their narrative is. It's been the same narrative for decades. Well, the way they went so hard against Pizzagate yeah. makes me think, oh, maybe there is something there. Totally. Oh, you listen, have a listen to it, man. Pizzagate, those conspiracy guys, it's like they're not just gobbling up and regurg- yeah, they, it's they they talk about it in depth. They go through a lot of the allegations. That was like some of the stuff's wacky. Like you know, we never got into QAnon. I didn't even really. I never gave QAnon a fucking sniff. Um, you know, but that aside, to and- me, Q was like the UFO stuff. It was so hard to tell. How do you? What was real? And what was well, it? Well, I think that's the way they like it. Yeah. It's a psyop, brah. Yeah. It's a total psyop, brah. And who's who's perpetrating the... You know, do they just start with a wee whirlwind here and it develop... You know, who knows? But there's something... There's definitely... Like, you know, once we get into... Um, you know, it's like the whole... It's just like, you know, we, we just beat on about the same old shit. And, and, and like, I'll be honest. The most... Most day, like, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about this shit or reading about it, to be honest, because we already kind of know what the deal, like, uh, where I'm going with this is, like, Epstein shit. Like, once again, we've talked about it ad nauseum. It happened, convicted, all his mates, we roughly know who they are, the public can find it out, no one cares, you know? It's like these people are, and this is this is no. That's like you're saying earlier. When's the mob gonna turn on the yeah. leaders and say, 
We want to fucking know. Yeah. Well, you know, so all of those same people are tied. They're somehow all tied into that Pizzagate shit. And, you know, normies will be like, oh, Pizzagate, so let's be debunked. But a lot of it hasn't. It's just been swept under the rug. They There are some outrageous, fairly outrageous sounding um, aspects of it, like frazzle drip and stuff like that. There's some outrageous shit. And I think that's like, that's just a way to, um, you know, to... I'm struggling for the correct word here, but it's definitely a way to make it well, seem the original, outlandish. Yes, the real outrageous shit probably comes from the government or CIA yeah. or you know whoever the fuck it is. Yeah, meant to sow doubt in the. Uh, be doing in, it. They've been doing it since they, since they were since they as long as they've, those intelligence operation intelligence agencies have existed, they've been doing it. That's yeah. their job. Yeah. But oh, so here's one thing that just popped into my head about the those conspiracy guys, Pizzagate Pod. Is that the, the John Podesta, those guys and their artwork, and those guys are I mean, you've got to you don't have to do anything, but it's worth a listen. And once you hear about the Podestas, anyone should be concerned that the Podestas and any of their people. There's a lot of these people, and they're all hovering around the Clinton and all those people. Any of these people close to the levers of power, which it seems like. The only people close to the levers of power are creeps. See, old, um, speaking of creeps and levers of, see, they took an old, um, Sam Bankman Freed today. He's been, he's been snapped for now. He's been taken in. No bail. Um, you know, now there's already, I already posted a meme today. It's like, it was a meme of Jeffrey Epstein, sort of like a, in heaven, like he's like a cloudy looking figure. And Sam Bankman Freed's on the, you know, you know, he's come to join him, is he? Well, you know, fuck. It's such a cl- there's so much, such a clustery fuck. I can't even really f- imagine if he gets suicided. Well, that will be um, unfortunate for him, but um, yeah, like sometimes uh, a word they love to use, a word that you'll always hear them making a big deal out of on um, or term on no agenda is. The corporate media and all their talking heads using the term playbook. You do wonder if the uh, power elite playbook of people uh, dying, well, getting suicided, like it's the worst case of suicide, two sh- uh, through two shots to the head, worst case of suicide I've ever seen. <laughs> but then again, have you heard? This is this is just the shit you hear. You can confirm. Have you, have you heard about all, like the crypto guys just like this? They're dropping like flies. Yeah. These crypto dudes. These people just dropping dead. Now, speaking of dying suddenly, I just, I remember uh, listening to a podcast this week and they were talking about how Tim Paul, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't have a lot of time for Tim Paul. He just sort of bugs me. I'm not a, I'm not a big Tim Paul guy. I don't mind the content. The, the only reason I don't like listening to him yeah. is I don't think I've ever seen him genuinely laugh. And yeah, he, and he can't take a he can't take a joke. Yeah, and he yeah he he's not sort of self-deprecating. Like people will give him shit, and he just sort of shrugs and then goes off on his on his yeah. rant. He just he's I'm not, not a, I've he's not good at that banter. No, no, yeah. he's got he's got zero banter. Too serious. So I think I was listening to maybe Union of the Unwanted, which is just a a a, a um it's a smorgasbord of fringe um 
you know, what normies would consider fringe lunatics. But I listened to them because it's always fun to get different perspectives. They were talking about how Tim Paul, Paul, I've got to say that correctly because I'm New Zealand, Tim Paul was roundly sort of saying that the documentary that came out called Died Suddenly, which if you're a normie you would have never heard of, but in the um, in the dark, dark world of alternate theories, like most people are aware that there has been a massive uptick in uh, people dropping dead suddenly, uh, all cause mortality is up. That's the fact. There's motherfuckers dropping dead left and right. Doesn't get talked about in the main corporate media. Climate change. Yeah, it's climate change. So now I'd just like to straighten something out. I said a couple of episodes ago, an episode ago, when I was saying about Died Suddenly, the documentary, and I, and I had... Now, two things. I think I said it at the time. I'll just say that uh, I haven't seen it. Uh but I, all I'd, I'd heard no agenda talking about it. And the reason I kind of regurgitated what the Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak had to say about Died Suddenly, who I believe they'd watched it, was they thought there were some fairly, you know, bits and pieces in the whole documentary that could be used against sort of the general movement of people trying to bring awareness to it. And that's what Adam and John didn't like about Died Suddenly. There was a few loose ends, a few bits, you know. Where they took liberties. Yeah. So I just thought I'd clarify to anyone that even gives two fucks, which there might be a couple. That, I'm not actually bagging. Like, I, I, I think there is a massive died suddenly thing happening in the real, real world. And I, I haven't seen the documentary died suddenly, but I was just, there was just a little bit of concern around it's you know, it's a legitimacy. So what's the relation to Tim Paul? Well, he roundly, he kind of, he's, he's, according to these, these other guys, Tim Paul has basically said that it's a load of shit somewhat. Um, you know, I mean, died suddenly the documentary, you know, like just this week alone, didn't Rod Stewart's son have like a heart issue, got rushed to hospital. It's just, these are, it's, it's, this. That's fentanyl, bro. No, he was like a fucking little kid, mate. Yeah, that's he's fit. like that's oh, fit. He oh, got, putting it on he, the fitty. Well, he's he, got the fitty. Into, he got into Rod's stash. You're joking? No. Oh, you are? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I thought it was going to be. This another, is just the theory. I thought it was going to be Rod so, Stewart's tears in heaven. No, Rod was um doing lines one night and he fucking passed out. You're already doing lines of fitty, eh? Hey? Fuck and, that. Uh, yeah, his, his boy come in and yeah. So Harold's his boy then. Uh, Eleven or twelve. Harold's Rod. Rock and Rod, fucking Rock and Rod. Is, is he close to? He must. Oh, he's, he's well in his in 70s. seventies. Oh yeah. I mean, those guys. He's got an eleven or twelve year old kid. Yeah. Man, he's doing Let's it. Let's check it out. Let's check out Rock and Rod. Slinging that dick late into his fucking. He's he's almost in his. Rod he's in Stewart winter. age. Oh he's yeah. In winter. Oh, he's deep in the winter. Rod Stewart is seventy-seven years old. Oh, look at the Good guess. Didn't you guess seventy-seven? No, I didn't. We said seventies. Did oh. I? Oh, maybe I did. I don't know. I don't think so. So yeah, he's seventy-seven. Let's check how many kids he's got. How many children does Rod Stewart have? Eight. Rod Stewart wow. has eight children. Rod Stewart fucks big time. Wow. He's got some... Let's look at his kids. He's got some good-looking kids. Yeah, I suppose you would. He's, he's fucking models. and I'm sure he... Yeah, he picks the mothers. <laughs> yeah. Take your pick, Rock and Rod. Uh, daughter of, oh, fuck his kids. Even his kids look quite... Oh, she looks like she's had a bit of work done. 
which is fine, which is fine. <laughs> I'm a bit of an advocate on leave it alone, but that's just me. What would I know? Yeah, we have talked about uh, we do like the natural a little bit better yeah, than that. Uh, yeah, look after yourself, hey. Drink some more water. Stop eating pizza. Lay and off the piss. Just stop looking in the mirror if you're worried about it. Yeah, I don't look in the mirror. How much do you look in the mirror? Um, once every morning. Yeah, I pretty much look in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe if I've... Uh, so I, I see hate, if there's any stray nose hairs. Or yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I check for nose hairs or mo hairs that will go up the nose. Yep. Uh, and I get my little nose trimmer out. Um, I will sometimes, uh, this, especially this time of the year is hay fever season, I might wake up with a bit of crusty um, crusty eye boogers. Yeah. So I'll get a hot face cloth and I'll get in there. But that's about all the time. I And I, I don't really even inspect my face. I'm like, this is what a 43-year-old Joel Dixon looks like. Yeah. And I already, I know that. Yeah. This is what a 43-year-old And hopefully is. you're surrounded by good people. If something happens to your face during the day, then you don't realize someone will tell you. Yeah, like hey. sometimes I get paint on my face and a lot of the time people won't tell you and that's fine. Um, but yeah, aside from that, hey, look, we're, we're, we're back to rock and rod. So one of his sons has had a turn. So I just thought I'd clarify my, my the died suddenly comments I made last week. Not that I think there's people listening and... and like, this is an outrage. Joel doesn't... I don't think that at all. I just remember saying something about it and thinking, okay, I haven't even watched that documentary, but I do trust what Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak say, though. Uh, now, here is now the hot news of the week. Now, this is going to... I need your hot take on this, Tim. Um, how... Where are we? Sorry. Oh, no, where are we? No, we're not. Oh, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Just here. Bear with me one moment. Um, how are you holding up? After Elton John has left Twitter, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? I yeah, like it was a tough night. Yeah, it was. I, it was cried, tough. I sort of cried myself to sleep that night. It was pretty tough. You know, there were some good memes going around about it, like you know Elton John's, you know Harry Elton John is perpetually doing his last tour, and then there were memes going, around, oh, he's this is perpetual. I'm leaving Twitter. It's like it's like like Stephen Fry has left Twitter. Like he he's left he left Twitter in November when, like what are these guys scared of? Like, it's so weird that they that Stephen Fry left Twitter. Yeah, he left Twitter in November because of because Elon like Elon look I don't fucking trust Elon as much as the next fringe person like oh oh you know like some there's obviously there's the Elon cult of people that buy Teslas that they think everything he does is amazing. Then there's the people, which is the majority of people in, in every category, the people who don't care. They're just like run-of-the-mill hamster wheel normies. They just sort of like, they know who Elon is, and they might buy a product of his, maybe, but they probably won't. But they just know who he is. They're not dick riders. They're, just... they're not dick riders, but they, do, they don't like go, who is this guy? Yeah. Who, who is he aligned with? Who's he working for? Where do he get his money? They just can't, yeah. They're not going to do that because they, they, I don't know, they got mortgages to pay for. Mind you, we all pay mortgages and we all still have time. There's no excuses, is it? No. But and then there's the fringe people who, like, I don't, so I don't, I'm like, there's a lot of libertarian people. They're, they're loving, they're loving Elon the Twitter. Well, his tweets are funny. His tweets are funny, and he's, he's taken he's taken Donald Trump's role yeah. in Twitter now. But then, do you? I don't have any answers, right? I barely have any answers for my own life, let alone what's going on on planet Earth, at least in the Western Hemisphere currently. I've got no answers. 
But do you, like, I listen to Noah Gina and I listen to some other podcasts who are far smarter than, I'm not going to speak for you, but they're way, they're way smarter than me, those oh, guys. Way, yeah, like, both of us. Like, Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak break shit down. They actually make predictions about the future. They write them in their little red book. And they actually come true a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not making predictions. I wouldn't bother. They'll all be wrong. You know, complete, complete enough, enough. Anyway, but can, can spin a yarn though. Can spin a yarn. But, and, and Tim over here can produce a podcast and also probably cracks the better funnies. Like, you come in with so, the good funnies. Um, yeah, but I have time to think about them. Yeah, but I just go blah 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 blah. But, but, blah, blah. but you them, inject yourself well, so that's that's our and chemistry. A lo- and a lot of them sometimes, if you're just on the rant, yeah, they go over your head. Yeah, you're, I, you're I, I, I hear them when I re-listen. <laughs> I hear them when I re-listen. I'm, I'm in the zo- I'm in I'm in the flow state, brah. <laughs> I'm in the flow. But back to Elon, like, yeah. So I listen to some people who I who are more inclined to listen to for analysis, and they are, there's I'm hearing a lot about. Elon's trying to gather as much data and sort of form a sort of a everything app, yep, like a WeChat, yep, that will be you'll be verified. You can send money. It will be like the super app, and it will once again everyone will join it, and then you know it'll be. It'll be like how we all joined social. Well, we all got on social media in the first place. We all got on MySpace. Well, I I wasn't a MySpace guy. I was because I was that was when I was right in David Ike. So I was like not watching TV at that point. Like I wasn't watching TV. I was fucking deep, deep in the underground military. I was in the deep underground military bases of my mind at that point. I was a late adopter at the time, even of Facebook. And it even got, even Zuck or whoever set that up, wasn't Zuck, but who did set all that shit up? That's the thing. You always hear about NQTEL, which is like the CIA's, like, it's their, like, venture capital fund, and they start all these things. Like, none of these guys... It's like a DARPA-ish type It's thing. a DARPA-ish entity. None of these guys are self-made. Like, Jeff Bezos' dad or granddad was some spook. No. He, he fucking built himself not, up out of the garage. He is not. They're all... None of these billionaires are fucking self... <laughs> they're all got ties to the government and big whatevers. But yeah, we all gave all of our shit up to Sosh Med, right? Yeah. We didn't. Not, we didn't know. None of us. There were very few people at the time. Even the whack jobs were just like, I don't think it's a good idea to give all your details. But no one really knew how much. They didn't much, know the extent of it. They didn't know how much it was all going to be like an air quotes worth to a small group of people, like the tech overlords and then their government. Mini- I mean, who is who is wagging whose tail there? Like it's like this. You know, like they're bo- they're both basically the same thing. They're both working for each other. It's gross, as we all know. But um, Elon, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's larping being on, and I hate to use the term "our side." Like, I, I don't feel like I don't feel it's genuine. That's my gut, as I just don't feel like it's genuine. There's some funny, like the the funny oh, look, some, tweets are awesome. There's some like the, funny stuff. The fa- my pronouns are uh, what was it? Fauci, prosecute Fauci, Prose- prosecute, yeah. prosecute yeah. slash Fauci. Fuck like, man, he he had the libtards losing that's, his that's, shit. But that's why Elden John and Stephen Fry are leaving because these are all status quo elitist old dickheads. And look, I well, I'm actually not going to apologise to anyone out there. Like. 
I get it. Elton John's has written. Well, no, actually, he didn't even write the songs. Elton John has had some songs written for him and performed them really well. Right? I've never been. I've never been like ah fuck Elton John, but I've never been like big on Elton John. But some of it, he's got some catchy tunes. Is what I'm trying to say here, right? But like, make no bones. The Stephen Fry's and the Elton Johns and the these are all. Status quo, power elite adjacent, little, can't think for themselves, living in a separate world. Fuck. Probably up. been to Little St. James Island. Probably been to Little St. James Island. Would not be surprised. Uh, and, like, you know, people. And, are, and are just so. Fuck, they must be shitting themselves. Imagine if Elon can dig deep and I don't, get but some I, information. I don't think... But Elon was, like, adjacent to those people. That's the thing. Like, you know, I, I just... I don't trust any of them. You shouldn't. I, you I shouldn't. think it has to be the people. The it can, For me, it's the grassroots. It's bugs... Like, it's bugs... It's the little... But it's just it's the eternal problem, is we can't get enough little bugs... To, to look up and go, hold on a minute. Why are we even doing any of this? Why are we paying why are we paying tax? Why are we doing any of this? These people are ripping us off. They have been for millennia. We're just I you know, I'm not black pilled, but I'm you know, I don't know what pilled I am. I've I change from data. I'll be honest, man, I have very little coherent I see it. I see it all. Not all. I see a lot of it. I, I have, think you're yellow mitsubishi Yeah, maybe I'm yellow mitsubishi What about a... Oh, I might be... Were the oh, yellow no, ones? I can't no, remember. No, uh, they were pink Mitsubishis. Pink Mitsubishis. But uh, they were... Gra- there were some, I, had a, I had a yellow pineapple, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe? Yellow yeah. pineapple probably go all right. Yeah. I'm a grey pill, basically, I reckon. I'm a grey pill. Oh, yeah. I'm not like black pill to the point of, oh, we're fucked. I don't think that. I'm here for the... I'm here for the... I'm here to, like I was saying last week, I'm here to not do what people, you know, want me to do. A lot of the, unless it's, uh, like we've talked about, unless it's driving 40 kilometers an hour past the school, you know, I don't do that because just sitting there and her fucking mates. I do it because it's the right thing to do. Because you have kids. Yeah, I got, and I know, and I also, even if I didn't have kids, I don't want to fucking hit a kid. You know, like if but if, until you have kids, you don't. I don't think you quite realise. Like, like I'm not. I won't even <coughs> call me uh, as we were talking about the other episode with Adam. Like, say if my phone's on the dock. Whenever I, I'm not trying to sound holier than that. But even when when I come up to one of those areas, man, I'm like, right. I'm not even. I won't even. I won't even change a podcast or a song in that area. I'm like 35. Okay, they're putting the arms down. Okay, the kids are crossing the road because you don't want to fuck that up. But Do you go 20 k's past the bus. I let I'm like, I I don't want to stop tooting my own horn here, but like I'm always getting the hazard light three flashes from a bus when I let them go. You know, I I go real slow around a bus. I go real slow everywhere now, uh, unless like this morning, for example. Though I had to leave Hornby Meatworks, race here to Bishopdale, and then race to Mandeville with some joinery supplies, and then drive all the way back to Hornby. You know, in my air quotes, in my lunch hour. Which was way longer lunch than two hours. It was an hour. Hours. It was lunch hour and a half. But I had to. I was. I was. I was hussing it. Uh, I was hussing it on the motorway, basically, and that's fine. I had, a, you, I had a drag race with a uh, mongrel mob member. Oh, on, nice. On Harley today. Oh, really? What yeah. were you in? Uh, 
a Hilux. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they do that? He smashed me. Yeah. Of course he would. But why, why would he even bother? It's like, no shit. If you're Harley. He, he, he done that big, you know, I saw, saw him fucking 10 cars back do the big over the over the lines, big overtake up to the intersection at the lights. And what just it, to take everyone. Did you go, shing, and I'm just shing. looking over at him. Like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Was he laughing? Um, well, I hope you couldn't so. tell through the through the helmet, but he's sort of glancing at me, and I'm revving the truck, and then fucking. Oh, Were I you laughing? Yeah, I was cracking well, up, and thing. I took him as fast as I can. He fucking smoked me. Of course he did, but yeah, I thought it was pretty funny because I looked back, and all the cars behind us, we both we burned oh, all totally. of them off. Oh, but I love then to burn he the cars. particularly fucking. Oh yeah, he, and he just he hammered down for all of Chum Street. And gave it a guts for more time than a And he got sandal. a green light going through Fitzgerald. And he was did you just, get it? Nah, nah. nah. And he was just bounced his way across Fitzgerald and onto Tillam, and he was gone. <laughs> he was having fun. Yeah, see, that's, you know, I mean, yeah, I, there is an allowance in my world for racing Mungle Mob at the lights. But we slid down around schools. But also, <laughs> you know, you might want to grow cannabis. You might want to. How dare you tell. A fucking adult. Totally. What they can do with their body. There's a million things the government is trying to tell us. Oh, we, we're, we're basically the one year anniversary. My body, my choice. What about, we're, we're at a year ago, a year ago, we were plague rat. Remember, we, we, this is about a year ago. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't forgotten. Yeah, I would, like, that's, some of these creeps in the media and shit want to, at least in the US media, they want like an amnesty, like, oh, we've just got to move on. It's like, no, I'll never, I'm not letting anyone away with that. I will always remind, I think most people, I know a lot of normies, and I they probably don't talk, people that know me that are kind of normie-ish, they will never talk to me about it. Because they fucked up. Oh, this is no. And they know well, your stance. I, well, I actually believe that they will never. F- I just think most people will never figure it out. I, I just, I just don't know why. It's not. It's not about having a big brain or a big IQ. It's not that. It's maybe about being a little bit fucked up. Maybe. Maybe about being a little bit fucked up. That you want to be slightly a little bit not. Things haven't gone particularly well the I whole just, time. I can't believe that. They, I that just, people. I mean, if can't see the truth. I can't believe that the. Tim, I, it's always me, been like this. It just seems like they're lying to themselves. It's always been like this. Tim. They know the truth. Yeah. Well. They, and for they some don't. for some reason they can't. I don't know what but the reason is. To them, the truth is Jacinda kept us safe. That's the truth to them. That's the truth. So their truth is different than uh, I hate that truth. Yeah, maybe like, you're right. Maybe truth. you're right. No, I think I, I I talk to people and no one talks about it anymore. Like no one no one talks about it. Like everyone's just got. It's like we It's like we're, It's like the. It's like a dystopian, like a dystopian Hollywood movie. They have to make it super dystopian to be engaging. Yeah. But we're just in like a like a mild dystopia, and it's been like that, and it's probably never going back. It's it, well, you it's never going back because it can't change. We can't change. Well, we can't change history. Uh, only maybe some, maybe in some deep boffin base, maybe they can, but we certainly can't. Yeah, until um, until time travel uh, is invented. But then, what do you want with what do you? I'm a real. I'm a bit of a luddite. Eh? Like, no. Do you want to like? I wouldn't go back and change shit. Nah, that's the thing. It's and like sorry, sorry to 
everyone who maybe has lost someone and they would love to get them back. But I just don't uh, think I just I just don't I think it changes. I would rather the, I think it would be too much of a can of worms if yeah. you used it. I think it would be yeah, I think maybe we're yeah, it's kind of like not. It's like you know, pe- like when you're, yeah. You know, there's there, there are people, especially in the sort of the tech, big tech sphere, and they some of them at least, unless it's been exaggerated to us by researchers, but they seem like there are some people in the tech sphere and maybe the power elite sphere that want to extend their life, prolong. Like it's like, I just. I just think the true human experience is... Knowing you're going to die. Knowing you're going to die. And... You can't change it. You fuck things up. You learn from it. Shit happens. And like you say, it's easy for us to say, you know, there are people who have had horrific shit happen to them. But then again, bad shits. I mean, yeah. Take your... take your, Pick your person. I mean, there's... You know, like... you know, yeah, It's some... what makes you who you are without sounding too pithy. But... Um, <laughs> yes, but you know, like, anyway, where were we? Oh, we yeah, about telling us, to, you know, I'm Elon just, and yeah, I'm just sick to death of fucking, like I say, I don't really spend, like, I, I have been getting back into the tunes. Um, are you trying to change up your Spotify for next year? Yeah, so I, you can, uh, I am, but it's still. I know, like, I've got a new 2023, pl- 2023 playlist sort of started, but it's like, I put it on shuffle, and it's like, they, they, I heard a story once, it was about how people were complaining to Apple that the shuffle wasn't... Um, Random ra- enough? Yeah, it was like, I think John C. Dvorak was talking about it on, on uh, No Agenda, but I'm... Once again, I'm a dummy probably, but my Spotify shuffle is garbage. There are songs in this playlist that don't get played. And there are songs, and it's like, say it's 50 songs, right? I've got about 50 songs in this new playlist, which is already a bit outrageous. 50 songs. It's like it's just the 20 songs on a loop. And then there's all these songs that don't. And then, see, have you you got Spotify Premium? I don't want to... yeah. So what they yeah, do, yeah, 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 yeah. So what they do is they they have this function now where Spotify assists the algo or the AI assesses your playlist, and then they suggest songs that have this little star symbol beside it, and they put them onto your playlist. And a lot of them are like, I don't really like that, and it's not because the AI put it there. It's just like I've got a playlist that's like. It's pretty random. It's like Steely Dan fucking MF Doom. It's like classic 70s rock, like the Doobie Brothers, and then like 2000s hip-hop. It's a weird mix. But then they keep... Someone, something at Spotify keeps trying to insert ASAP Rocky into my... And I'm not completely adverse to ASAP Rocky, but it's not really what I'm going for with the playlist. I'm not getting. I'm not so going. So do they not get the hint every time you skip that? Song? But yeah, I whenever I hear a song that they've put in, I don't like it. I go into the playlist to go remove recommendation, and it immediately stops the song. And then I put one of my. I'll put on like um, the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> it's like jing a jing 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 
jing. And it's like, hey, this is much better. I'm spray canning with my mask on, my gloves, like jing, jing. And I don't want to be listening to ASAP Rocky talking about cars and money and hoes and shit. I just, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't really like, uh, that hip-hop to me now is like, I'm really done with certain aspects of hip-hop. Just, if it's too hosey and money, especially money, eh? I don't want to hear people talking about money. I'm not really that interested in people talking about money anymore. I'm like, shut up. You guys are all, you're all, a lot of you are like, it's all hide and shit. So there's pretend money. A lot of you haven't even got any money. Not that much money. I want to I wanna listen to, you know, like, um, these are, one of my favorites at the moment is, <clears throat> he's actually a dude, so the producer, his name's, I think, I, I, I don't even exactly know how you pronounce it, but it's like L-Orange, L-Orange. It's like L-Orange. So he's like a US producer, and he kind of samples like really old jazz beats. And it's that's the sort of hip-hop I like. And it's not, it's not gang-bangy shit. It's not... You know, you know what I mean. It's quite mellow. In fact, ironically, the I think the label that he's on is called Mellow Music Group. So <laughs> it kind of t- well, I listen to that now. I'm a bloody forty-three, Tim, for crying out loud. You know, like I do like to go back to like say we were talking last week, like Ice Cube. Like I, I had some run. D- I got some Run DMC on the, you know, on the playlist. Like the original, like it's like nineteen eighty-three. Run DMC. It's like you know how those tracks are. Like it's the it's the it's the early days, and it's I have a bit of a thing with that sort of stuff. Like old old Beastie Boys tracks. You know that that sort of vibe and flow they have. Yeah. Now it's all a bit. You know what it's like now. These young guys with their bloody face tattoos and their rainbow <laughs> dreads. I just I'm not interested. I don't even know how we got onto this. Oh yeah, you were talking about uh, changing the uh, songs for next year. Um, I do, I do need to, I need to sort out my punk in amongst it because the problem with my punk is I just had a couple of playlists that it's all the same shit. Like, you know, the, I had a survival of the fattest. Yep. Um, and uh, um, probably a oh, punkarama. The one with the epitaph pissing, whichever one that is. So I've ju- I've only got a few punk albums that just it's just the same shit. I need to spend a bit of time on that. Classic rock is taken care of. Like there is just endless, you know. Like I I really love Wings. Are you familiar with Wings? Paul McCartney's band after the Beatles. Um, I've heard that. You know, I, like I, you know, I, I could not tell you anything. One song. You know, like um. Band on the run. When I was a kid, I was fu- until I until I had Spotify. I was certain it was Man on the Run, but it's Band on the Run. I know that song. And yeah, if you, I would. I would. I would say I was one hundred percent confident it was Man. Yeah, it's Band. It's <laughs> and it's not Mandela Effect. We just but because you don't obviously associate you you do associate with a man. Being on the run. Yeah. But you don't associate a band. So that's where we went wrong, but it's band. I love, uh, so that's Wings and then also Paul McCartney and actually George Harrison. I'm not so much of a John Lennon guy, although he is the guy. But um, yeah, I do like a Paul, I do like Wings. You know, it's like, I don't know. You just turn into, you basically just turn into 
an old man. And and I'm just going with it, mate. I just go with it. You know, I'm just looking. I, mean, I just spend more time in gumboots now than anything. Well, you do live in the country. Gumboots and jandals is basically it. Like, I've not put my... Uh, and you know, I've I've not put on a pair of leisure shoes for at least a month. I think, rough, yeah, more or less. I haven't. It's summer. I've thought Working. about buying a pair of Crocs. Yes. Okay. Z has Crocs. What do you reckon? He has like all terrain ones. They're like crazy. They're not just normal Crocs. And does he get those little fucking widget yeah, things or whatever these, they are? They've got these things on them. And but, so what? Let's let's um. Let's get some. Um, are you th- now, is this from Santi? Have you been a good boy, or is this maybe in the new year? No, no. Because we just... could throw it out to the we could throw it out to the listeners about maybe they could throw in a few suggestions for Tim's Crocs. Because you don't just want. I mean, obviously, off the bat, I'm thinking for you, you're going to be going maybe purple. Maybe purple. I honestly hadn't even thought of the color. But okay. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty. But cool. are you looking like a dark uh, now, purple? Yeah, dark purple. But do you want just a standard croc, or are you looking to jazz it up a bit? Do you want like an all-terrain croc? I'd like to have that um that back strap for high <laughs> yeah, sp- high speed action. Totally. Yeah. You don't know when you're gonna have to chase someone down in traffic and put a rear naked choke on them. Yeah. You can't be doing them in floppy uh, like chefs wear crocs, right? But um, but you're not in the kitchen, bro. No. You're at you're a tradie land man. Yeah. But Crocs on site. On site, Crocs. Well, especially when you're working at one of these um, stuff editors' houses. You can't be clomping in with your big fucking heavy boots all the time. Unless you've got a bit of floor pro down. But even then, you might just want to put your... Maybe if, you know, if you're on the part of the job where you're just fitting handles and shit. Yeah. You just have your Crocs on, mate. You don't need your boots on. You're not carrying carcasses. Then go to Jits and fucking just take my slippers yeah, off and mate. hop on the mat. Oh, mate. Okay, well, let's get some... Um, but have you seen the fluffy? Have you seen the fluffy sold Crocs? No, no, I haven't. Where'd you? Was that on the Gay Four Sixty Nine forum or what? Uh, yeah, no. Friend Mel, <laughs> shout out to Mel Brown. Okay, she has MB. Um, shout out to MB. Is she a listener? No. Okay. But shout out anyway. Shout out. It's, you're, it's in the ether forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, at least she's, as she's lo- some, at least as low as Tim's hard drive. She's got some like uh, wool, sheep's wool type. Um, Goodness gracious! Yeah. Crocs. Yeah, Crocs. Uh, legitimate ones. Legitimate Crocs. Wow, sure. Yeah. So, okay, okay. So there's. So they're like, yeah, they're, they're almost like a, a slipper. Like an Can ug, we please croc. get some feedback from the listeners for Tim? What's the best Croc? Yeah, there's some Crocs for Tim. Maybe we could both get up here and we could, we could just have them for. We could have pod Crocs. We need the little. So the little things that they stick on, I can't remember what they're called. I'm sure the list, listeners will know. Yeah. I know we've got a few female listeners who are probably prone pro, to pro having croc? a shop and also having a bit of a shop. Okay. Like I know, I know, I don't know about you, but I know some, I know some chicks who love to have a bit of a ferret around online to buy things. I don't know about you. <laughs> Is that a thing you associate with uh, females, Tim? Is maybe have we ferret around online to look for things to buy? I, I wouldn't want to generalise, but um, somewhat, yes, yeah, all of them. A little ferret around, <laughs> just we sniff around in the in the catacombs of the internet looking for Crocs for Tim. So you will t- get get some of that. Um, I don't even know how. We, how do we get onto that? How do we get onto that? Tim? Um, oh shit! I just deleted a whole notes in my phone. That, we were that talking about important. not wearing shirt, just wearing gum boots. Yeah, and getting old and, and listening old. to Wings. Yeah, band on the run. Another another Wings song. Arrow through me. It's funny because. I know we've talked about that song before because I was talking to a- and Amy was like, um, "This isn't this is a." Um, 
this isn't Erica Badu. And I'm like, yeah, she's fucking, I've sampled fucking yeah. wings. And then there was also the um, uh, America um, Ventura Highway. Amy's like, this is a Janet Jackson song. When I was a kid, I'm like, yeah, well, Janet took it from, um, you know the song? No. I'll, I'll play it for you. I love it. I'm a real, <laughs> such a cheese. But um, it's like a, it's like that sort of, um, come on, internet, fuck's sake. Here we go. Um, so, hold on, it's right at the top. Oh, now I, um, here we go, this one. This is apparently, this is a Janet Jackson song. This is Janet. This is, she, she sampled it. You know the song? Could be the Flight of the Concord, Flight of the Concord, but it's not. See, this is what I like. Let's do it work, eh? This is me at work. How do you like it? No, not me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll play you what I listen to at work. I love it. Oh, can I just... Okay, you go, and then I'll play my other song I'm really into at the moment. Okay. <laughs> it's old as well. Is this going to be hardcore? Is this going to be hardcore, Tim? Oh, my creaky chair, sorry. My, uh... I need some... Hey. Hold on. California cage. I know this. Y'all trying to study me? Is this Westside Connection? Oh, we've got feedback. Do you want me to play it on here? Do you want me to play it on here? God damn. God damn. Tim is hardcore. There you go, that is, yes. <laughs> I'm way older than you. Well, this is old though. I know, but it's not as old as America. Um, hey, y'all niggas, Vig- fuck with none of these <laughs> niggas. Sugar's <laughs> weak, killers. Sorry, is it, was that a hard R? No, I'm singing a song, man. Sorry, okay, you're off the hook, mate. <laughs> it's been funny. Um, we've had zero feedback on N-Bombs. Good. I know, it's funny. Might put some people off, but I think people, let's be honest, we know people are all too precious these days about everything. Yeah, and we're trying to stop that. Yeah. Like, I know, like, the last few episodes, I think we certainly aren't, um, we certainly aren't, um, we're we're not leaving a lot of room for advertisers, but we never, that was never in the plan. No. But the last few episodes, it's like, I feel like anyone who has anything that is public will be like, I don't know if we can be associated with these guys anymore. (laughs) Joel's talking about the Mary Luminati and they're just talking about fucking fruit and they're dropping multiple um, N-bombs, which has been really fun. And I mean, I think what might have set people off was when I was saying about how the the Mouldy just turned up a thousand years ago then we rocked up like... 500 years later people don't I think some people didn't like that but you know what that is true (laughs) it's true it's like New Zealand well not even New Zealand and not Aotearoa but there was a landmass in the South Pacific sitting here for a long time 
potentially, but we don't know. Maybe with no one on it for millions of years. Just some eagles. Yeah, some, some eagles and more? some more. More? 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 Uh, some flightless birds, zero rodents, basically. Zero rodents. Yeah. Yeah, no prey. And um, it was like a thousand years ago is a fucking a tick on, not even, it's a fraction of a tick on the universe's clock. It's nothing. And the whole thing between human, we are so fucking dumb. And I'm, we're in it. We're in the milieu. I'm in it. You're in it. Everyone's in it. But this whole, we're fighting for the shore and the sea and the shore and the water. And everyone's fighting. We've got a treaty. It's all just, it's to so me, fucking retarded. To me, it's like the guys who we were talking about just before want to stay alive forever. Yeah. Want to time travel or want to live forever. Yeah. It's like you're wasting your, you're going to waste the best part of your life worrying about continuing your life. Yeah. Just fucking live it. Yeah, it's like, fuck, some dudes with weird wigs turned up in ships with sails a couple of years ago. Then there were some natives living here, and some people think some people got a bad deal. But it's 2022, nearly 20. Just get on with it. Just get on with it. I used to be all, I was indoctrinated into leftist thinking, worrying about the poor old Aborigines were in Australia for 40,000 years. And then I, but you know what? I never ever looked at the Maori and thought, oh, they've had. I always looked at the Aborigines. I always looked at the Aborigines. I've had very little. This is a controversial. I had very little sympathy for Maori people in general. I love Maori people in general, but I had little sympathy because I look at the Aborigines and go, oh, the they got shit on. <laughs> they got shit on. So any any Maori people that want to have a cry about it, okay, you have a cry. But hey, you're living hot. Everyone's living pretty high on the horse now, but also. There are some shit Mary areas. There's also some fucking terrible white trash areas. And I tell you what, no one gives a fuck about them. Anyway, not getting... Shout out Compton! Yeah, shout out to Compton. <laughs> shout out to tons of places. But yeah, the poor old Aborigines, man, they got fuck. I mean, you look at... But then again, no one cares about... Look at... um. Are you very familiar with what the Indonesians have done to like West Paw Paw and all that... Places like in the, no, there's too, no there's one, too much to, to if, look at. If non-white people are oppressing other non-white people, no one really cares. No one cares. It's only when the whites have done something. People just can't let the whites away with. And the most of the shit the whites have done was, you know, we've been over this hundreds of years ago. Yeah, the Yanks are still bombing heaps of places, but I certainly don't support that. Neither do you. I mean, I'm anti anyone doing that. But as far as um. I'm more concerned about, like like I say, I used to be a slightly indoctrinated lefty, bleeding heart idiot who used to, you know, we used to listen to no effects and it was like, don't call me white. And it was kind of like, I, I was just dumb and I thought it was, you know, I used to feel bad a little bit for Heron. But now I'm kind of like, yeah, it's, it's in hindsight, it's regretful, but it's certainly nothing that can really... You know, it's even like in America with the slaves and shit. It's like... We need to fix what we can fix now. Yeah, let's just fix what we can fix now. Not worry about fixing shit that was done. People signed a bit of shit fucking a couple hundred years ago, 150 years ago. It's like, sorry, get on with it, guys. No one says it. No one will say it. 
And everyone's been so beaten down by you know, all this PC fucking bullshit. That's true. Yeah. Everyone's yeah, like, oh, fucking, you know, it's, it's because all these cunts go to university and, are, and, and we know what happens at university. It's predominantly left wing. And if there's a right, because, I mean, I've never been to university. I'm a dummy. But it's kind of good to be a dummy sometimes because you can kind of, there's things that dummies can see that these indoctrinated, lefty indoctrinated university people with a little plaque and a little certificate can't see. It's like, from what I can gather, talking to university educated people, there are some, or at least funny ones, uh, that are cool and can see a bit of it. They're like, you know, if there's a right slanted professor or lecturer or whatever, they'll kind of stand out because they're like, oh, he's a right wing guy. It's like, because the reason he stands out is because it's a fucking, just a soup of lefty, PC, self-hating white lecturers wearing fucking like bone carvings and shit talking in soft tones <laughs> bone well yeah they're, they're, these are fucking just like fucking that's pink. cultural these are fucking just white wimps that are indoctrinating kids to look back at their their history and their culture and and and, and feel bad about it when it's kind of like you know hey look don't sign up for the kkk or the national front or anything but like stand up straight and go i'm here now I can be nice to everyone. I can't let's, change the past. I can't change the past. Let's just get on with it and let's all have equal access to water. What are they going to come for next? The air? Yes. And we joke, write that in the red book. That'll be next. It's outrageous. Don't even know how we get on this every week. I just like it that it, you know what it really is for me, Tim? It's all about me. I'm a very selfish guy, as we all are. Richard Dawkins, selfish gene. Very selfish. I actually like. The fact that someone will listen to this and it will annoy them. I'm a contrarian. Sometimes just for the sake, I like saying things to a point where I can say it. And everyone will be like, oh, Joe, he's being a bit naughty, but he's actually a pretty good guy. So it's okay. He's not um, He's not uh, in the National Front. And I, all those things are correct. But I actually just like it that it would fucking annoy people. But I also know people actually like it. And that's the other weird thing is that a lot of people like it and people like it on their own. And like probably Don't tell other people they like don't it. Don't tell other people. I was like, yeah. Or at I, least don't advertise it. They don't advertise it, which is yeah. fine. I totally get it. But um, yeah, advertising, whew, it's getting real hard to get an advertiser, Tim. <laughs> um, I can uh, tell you one. I just need someone with a, a company with a sense of humor. Paradigm, paradigm painters, mate, or as we like to call it these days, Paradigm NZ Limited, which yeah. is just a catch-all. I've got multiple Cayman Islands. I've been doing business with Sam Bankman-Fried and Alameda uh, Investments or whatever it was. Uh, anyway, enough about how racist we are. Um, let's get into some real, some real chat. Um, UFC two eighty two probably going to go down as the best card. Of 2022. Would you agree, Tim? No. <laughs> <laughs> Started out so good. Started out so good. Yeah, okay. Go. Do you want to go through the fights? Or Let's just go just... through the main fights. Um, so, yeah, it all started out so well. And at least on the main... Well, it actually didn't start out well. All of my... Everyone... Because I'm a real idiot gambler. I like the guys I like. And, hey, we need to talk World Cup as well. Yeah, well... But I think, go but back to your... Yeah, story. I've got it all <laughs> written down. So, so 
first fight on the main card was your friend and mine, Thug Nasty. And look, I was completely, I was under no illusions that um, Ilya Tupuria is a fucking weapon. I didn't know but, he was that much of a but weapon. But also, Bryce Mitchell's a weapon. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is going to be a mean fight. But, I mean, he, look. He pieced him up. He pieced him up, but Bryce took it well. Yep. Um. But, okay, so that didn't start off good for me. But <laughs> no, because I really, I, I like Bryce, so I wanted I, him to win. Yeah, I love Bryce. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if, <laughs> didn't he, he made some flat earth comments. Sometimes I wonder if they just say it to get publicity. You know, flat uh, uh, being a public figure and saying you, I don't know what he said, but people were, there's, like, what I, look, we, there's another thing we, like, I, I was reading comments on Instagram, I'm like, man, people, it sounds like I'm being a little bitch, people are so, you, know, you don't even mean to tell you this, people are so mean online to these guys, like, as we all know, these people are fucking slugs eating Doritos in their lounge, they are never going to say any of these things. Yeah. To Bryce. Oh, I love Bryce Mitchell. He's a down-to-earth southern Arkansas dude, or as I used to call it uh, to Mr. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> Sorry, Joel, it's Arkansas. I was like, no, 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 it's Arkansas. I'm just, as a 15-year-old male in Greymouth, I'm pretty certain of that in geography class. But um, anyway, so Bryce, he went down. Do you, know, do you know how I find new, well, when I like new UFC fighters, it's, yeah. it's generally when someone I don't know as well, like Taporia, yeah. beats someone I really like. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, I can get on them bad wagon. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now now, now, next time he fights, I'll be like, okay, he's a killer. I want to watch him fucking yep. fight Oh, again. totally. Like, he's... There's he, just so many he's fighters. 14, he's, so 14, he's 14 and 0. So hard to keep you know. up. Yeah. Um. So, and then the next... I mean, the next fight was even worse for me because I love... I mean, who... I mean, someone will not like Darren Till, but who doesn't like Darren Till? All I want Darren Till to do is win. That was hilarious, that fight. <laughs> Oh. Old mate, old mate, old Duplessis. I can't get behind he anyone. He was gassed after about oh, a mate, minute. Oh, mate, he was fucked. And Darren Till was just punching Darren Till on the face on the fence the first round. And Darren was like, I'm all good, I'm all good, I'm all good, I'm all good. But then Dracus, I just can't get behind a guy called Dracus. I just think of like Malfoy. He's like a fucking Slytherin. He's like South African fucking Slytherin. But it's not that, I mean, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. But like Till had him. He, he was... He he had him for a period. He nearly yeah. When he was gassed, he had nothing. No, until was picking him apart. He was. He done his ACL. And then tilled it. My fucking free because I was too much of a tight ass on Sunday to pay the forty bucks to Dana. I did. I have you know this year I've had a couple, but but I couldn't. I just on Sunday I was like, nah, fuck it. I'll just watch it on my phone. Put it onto the telly or something like that. Doesn't even work, but. But the round three, it fuck, I couldn't get it back up for the whole round three. So I'd go to the TAB odds, and the TAB odds were like, okay, up, 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 and then down. I was like, nah. and then I got it back on. I was like, oh, no, face crank. But from what I read, what's interesting is, so I, I always go for the comments to gauge the dumb, dumb, dumb casual normies on Instagram. And everyone was just shitting on Till in the comments, like, retire, give up. Give up. And I'm just like, fuck all you guys. You don't know how hard it is for these guys. You see you see less than 1% of what these guys go through. Seriously. Like, it's these people. It's like Warriors fans. It's just, just sports fans in general. They're a fucking disgrace to themselves and the planet. But anyway, <laughs> two days later, 
Darren Till gets on Instagram and posts all these, like, you know, on 30 in a month, I'm going to go back and sort it all out. And, you know, he posted all these fights, f- f- uh, images of him fighting in previous fights that he's done well on, like, against Cowboy and Wonderboy, uh, Cowboy and Wonderboy and da-da-da-da. And, like, then the comment, two days later, once all the fucking gambling-addicted UFC fans have cooled down, two days later when Darren Till comes out and does a post about how he's, gonna, he's 30 in a month, he's going to get better and come back, everyone's like, yeah, man, go for it. You go, Darren. And I'm just like, this is, you guys, the fans are such That's bipolar, a, eh? Oh, uh, mate, <laughs> on the day, everyone's so, like, I'm, look, look we're all emotional, but, even and I've got whether I've got money writing it, and I usually do money writing on it or not. I don't get onto Instagram and vent my I oh, fucking fucking dare you fucking useless cunt retire. It's just so there was a lot of that, and then two days later it's like hang in there, Darren. I was like, you guys are fucking fucked. Anyway, so that was a shame. Yep. Did you see the actual live choking? Yep. So it wasn't all, really a choke. He just it was got, a face crank. He, he was face down. Yep. On the Flat, mat, he was flattened out. Flattened out. And Which for the for the layman, uh, flattened out, Tim, on your on your stomach. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. And no. he just had him around. The, he just had him around the head and, and just cranked the fuck out of him. I did read a little bit of criticism that the the defense, the takedown defense, wasn't so good from Darren. No, but, but it's easy to say ex- that. It's he's fucking exhausted. Yeah, he's exhausted. He's and he's he's fucked it. He done his ACL. Okay, so he's yeah, done his so ACL. yeah, yeah. But I don't think he told. He's anyone. only he's he's only twenty nine, going on thirty. Like that'd be right. I honestly, he's getting paid though. This is a job. So yeah, win or lose, he's still getting paid some money. Whether it's yeah. worth it or not, probably not. But yeah, it's it's just a job. Yeah. Well, as my knowledge goes up and my testosterone goes down. I start, I start, get, I'm way more, you know, oh, I'm like, look, I, I, I still hold out for these guys. Hey, eh? I'm not like these dong dongs on Instagram shitting on saying retire. I'm like, no, look, he's 30. Guys turn their shit around. It's not like, look at Wonderboy the week before. Look Wonder, at, look at fucking. There's lots of guys that turn it around. I'm still hopeful for Tell. I, I, I still hopeful. I did write off Dustin Poirier a month ago, but it's just, you know Why? <laughs> Just because I don't like those guys. Those guys are diddles. Look, what about Heck Charlie you... Olives, though? He oh, went yeah, through totally. a terrible patch. Yeah, 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 totally. And then um, put, a, put a streak together and got the title. I, I tell you what, just staying on uh, MMA-related shit, uh, when I was listening to Goggins, the uh, David Goggins on JRE the other day, Joe played, or Jamie played, um, I, lo- I, fuck, I watched it about three times when, it was when Connor and Habib were about to fight, and they play the Habib uh, press conference, and all the Irish, all the Connor fans are there. And and he's like, "I'm gonna smash your boy, your boy, your I'm, boy. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, I'm gonna smash your boy." <laughs> and I just, I fucking, I miss that shit. I would love to see. I oh mean, I'd love to see that again. Eh? I mean, I know we can watch that fight again, but I mean, I'd love to see Habib Caven Connor. You know? Well, you might get to see oh. Markachev do the same. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, he will smash him. If, he will if, smash him. If, he can, if Connor comes back, he might fight someone like Chandler. Yeah. That's a, for me, that's a, that's like watching uh, Covington and Usman. That's, it's hard to get behind. Look, I'll watch the fight. Be a good fight. But... Uh, 
fuck, how do I choose uh, to support? Because that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, it's all, what it's all about, isn't yeah. it? And if Who, Connor comes back and gets a win, he'll probably get close to a title I mean, fight a, after a, that. as a human being, I mean, Chandler's probably... Uh, but he seems this little black kid. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to... I think he's got two black kids now, doesn't he? Hasn't he got like 20? I think he's got two oh, he black adopted the, kids, the which is like, fine. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, has he got two? Oh, I don't know. Honestly, don't I know. don't think you should get two. I think you should get one black, one Asian, then a white. All bases covered. Yeah, you, you can't go two black. And if you're a white couple, don't listen to me saying you can't. You can do whatever you want. But in Joel's <laughs> world, just... Spread the love. Go one one black, one yellow, one white. That's what I. That's what Joel says. Oh, now on racial news, um, the lady next door believe they're Koreans. Believe they are south or north. Well, <laughs> they're In a the, bit taller, so definitely, definitely okay, south. south. Yeah, they've got a bit of height on them. They look healthy. So now the lady is lovely. Don't know any of them. Never they work so much. You'd never see the husband. He's probably away at Sparrow's Fun. Who knows? But the mum. Like Eva was, I come over work last week and Eva was like, Dad, an Asian lady gave us a pie. And I was like, What? I was like, What do you mean? Like, she's like, A lady on the street. And of course, Eva didn't know the whole backstory. So I asked him, I was like, What's Eva telling me some Asians handing out pies on the street? I was like, I told Eva, I was like, Don't eat food from people off the street. Like, <laughs> but I was like, What's the deal with the Asian with the pie? And, and Amy was like, Oh, no, no, the lady from next door brought over a, like, a, uh, it's like a, Brownie cookie pie in a box, like a like frozen. Pie. Yeah, it looks amazing. We're we're saving it for when we're not like raggedly fucked. Like we want to probably save it for when we're in the new house because we just at the moment we'll just sit on the couch at like nine o'clock and I'm like, Ugh, oh, let's go to bed. <laughs> so we don't want that. But so so I'm so I'm just gonna have to do a slight pullback on the South Korean. Um, you know, okay. Okay, so, okay, my mum cleaned hotels in Greymouth and South Koreans used to shit in towels and leave them there for her. Negative one. At least it wasn't on the carpet. Neighbour, 40 years later, South Korean neighbour gives us a cookie pie, frozen cookie pie dessert, plus one. So South Koreans are on back to zero. So that's good. So we can move on. Okay. Right back to the UFC. Back to the UFC. So next fight. Next fight was Santiago Ponzinibbio. Um, he's just one of those fucking hard note. And I did listen to one UFC uh, MMA podcast this week, and they were talking about how like there was like booing in that fight. And this just once again, this podcast we're talking about what what I've just been saying, and, and you obviously you're in agreement is that you know sometimes the fans. <laughs> like the fans bring the vibe, but like that fight, I watched that fight with uh, Alex Moreno and Morono and him, and it was a there was nothing to like booing is bad in general. Like you shouldn't boo a UFC. Like okay, with the exception of Thug Rose versus Carlos Sparza, <laughs> which was like if I was in that stadium and I had had a gullet full of piss. And you paid a shit ton of money. And I paid a shit ton of money. Maybe we whipped off the toilets, had a couple lines of Charlie. Would I have booed that fight? 
yes and not, yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> but a lot of those fights, like we okay, we used to harass Warnie, R.I.P. Warnie, Heart Dart, Clot Shot, Woke Poke. I would um, go to the cricket and I would shout at them. But that's what you're supposed to, like you you would, you chant Warnie's a wanker, but that's different than booing two guys who are smashing themselves in the face for a living. But anyway, bit disappointed, let's not make it all about that. So, Alex was seemed like he was probably on top for the first couple of rounds, was it? And then, and then Ponzinibbio just fucking just flushed him in the third, and that was all she wrote. Yeah. So it was a great comeback win for Ponzinibbio. It's been a pretty good week for the Argentinians, you'd have to say, Tim, with the goings on in the uh, FIFA World Cup. Some big. I actually put money on Morocco this morning, and we'll have to go back to the quarters, but. Yeah, the Moroccans, yeah, I mean, the French scored in five minutes and then again, and that was that. Is it all over? No, no, no. It's Monday morning, I believe. You want to check, but Monday morning, the, obviously the final will be over when this comes out. I was at France, Argentina. Argentina, France. I, I don't know about you, but I am 100% argy-bargy. Yes. I want Messi to, to, I mean, you know, like, I've got nothing against the Frogs. I mean, they did, they did... The French government did perpetuate a terrorist attack on New Zealand soil, but we've got hey once again it's not the people that's happened that happened in the mid eighties. We've got to let it go now, Tim. Yeah. It's let not it go. the people of France; it was their government, and, and it's also Asian history now. Yeah, it was like thirty the odd past, years ago. Do you know that? The let past, it go. It doesn't exist. Let it go. I will. I only the only now. Be now, here now, now, Tim. Only now. Exists. I was in fact just before you come and Eva took the TV over and started watching cute kitten videos. I was just about to watch a 16 minute Eckert, Eckhart Tolle video. You know oh, Eckhart Tolle? Yes. Yeah, I was. Just, I love something about. Do you watch Eckhart? Oh, I have a little, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just yeah. about to watch an Eckhart Tolle video about uh, how to get yourself right for 2023. I just find him. He's just very. Do you know he's really? Have you ever heard him? Like of late, I heard him on a podcast recently. It might have been with um. It might have been with old uh, Russell Brand. Oh yeah. And he's like Eckhart is. He's based. He he's not like. I mean, yeah, he's been on Oprah and he's got like this this super selling book about making yourself a better person, like essentially a self help book, which is you know we sort of sometimes snigger at, but um. Listen to Eckhart Tolle on uh, Russell Bramman. He is he talks about the elite. He's all in on the baddies. He knows about the baddies. It's not like he's playing the you know the safe space where he doesn't see the world seemingly for what it is. In fact, I probably if you are a guy like him, I don't even know what you would call Eckhart Tolle. He's like a philosopher, essentially yeah. modern day philosopher. But sometimes those guys, like, you know, basically what I'm trying to say, it doesn't seem like he's so much a part of the status quo. Like, when you've got, like, the Stephen Fry's of the world, these kind of, like, they sort of, like, pseudo-intellectual guys people look up to, like, oh, yeah. But really, Stephen Fry's just a fucking... I used to think he was quite funny, but he's actually... Yeah, he's, same. I was disappointed he, when you said he's... Oh, no, yeah. he's a status quo... Those guys, they're status quo atheists. Like, they're not being an atheist, but sometimes... That's it's associated with leftiness, eh? Those guys yeah. are all you see. We've yeah, we've been over this many times. We've seen their true colors in the last couple of years. They want they aren't they aren't free speech guys. No, they want speech to be well what the ruling elite wants speech to be. And that's let's get back <laughs> to the UFC. <laughs> so now we get to the last two fights. I kind of my my feeling was Patty was going to get beaten in this fight. 
And I didn't. I don't even know much about Jared Gordon. Um, they kind of made a bit of a point of, that he was, you know, his drug, he was a drug addict, and they made this whole thing about it. Which is, look, anyone who can beat drug addiction and come back, good on them. I love it. But uh, that was the only thing I knew about him, really. Uh, and people say, you know, he's a heart. He, he's he's you know he's a he's a obviously at that level. He's he's not he's there for a reason, right? But uh, yeah, from yeah, I, I thought Patty was due for a. I just yeah, and from what the fight I saw, um, Amy, how how they gave yeah. that to him? Amy was oh, no in idea. the other. She was in the room, and she's like, "What's happening?" Because Eva and Amy, because you know those sort of fighters, like Eva knows about Patty. She thinks he's funny. The walkout might be the best. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. might so, be the best in the UFC. Yeah. So if if like Eva's there for that's the classic. So, yeah, it just goes to show marketing. Patty the Batty, Sugar Sean. Yep. Okay, so you've got to be, is she a Giga Chikadze just because she thinks his name sounds funny? And, she, and Cheeto? Does she like Cheeto? Uh, no, she hasn't, oh, she, hasn't, she hasn't know about Cheeto yet, but we'll get her onto Cheeto. But hopefully he might fight um, Sugar Sean again. And I'd, oh, I'd definitely be in the Cheeto camp personally. But I, I did, you, did you listen to Sean O'Malley on um, Joe Rogan recently? Uh, half of it, probably. I, I like him as a fighter, but as an interview, not so much. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit, he's a bit of a Kanye West kind of a, a little bit. Well, that's a bad comparison, but full of himself and doesn't know anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's why. Like, like just like, listening to you talking about fighters talk after hearing Patty talk after his dubious win. Oh, that was a bad interview. Um, that made I'm me just cringe thinking, a little bit. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, well, he's a liar. Yeah. He knows he lost that fight. He knows he wasn't winning two rounds and he fucking, oh, I, I took the last round off because I knew I was up by two. He's lying. Yeah. Everyone knows he's lying. Yeah. So, sorry, fucking but Patty the Batty. But in saying that, it's not Patty's fault. No, um, no, 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 it's not. Take the win. Fuck it's yeah. It's either, it's, well, there's, there's, there's obviously a few up. So, so when, when Amy's in the, she's like, what's happening? And I'm like... I was like, this is this could go either way. I knew that, not because I thought Patty fought an exceptionally good fight. I thought in my head I'm like, okay. Is Dan- the hype Well, Dana gonna- he's Dana's little boy, right? He's one of Dana's stable, right? Patty is in a Dana's stable. He loved that yep. obviously. So that my when it went to the, the distance, even though I thought old uh, other old mate uh Jared won well, not obviously. It wasn't super obvious. It was kind of obvious, but probably Patty had a pretty good third round, right? Did he? No. No, he had a good second round. Yeah. That was the round. Ra- sec- well, the second round was the round that everyone gave Patty, right? Is that correct? If you were going to give him a round. Yeah, it was the that second would round. Have been a round, yeah. Yep. So he, I was watching something earlier. He absorbed the most strikes yes. of a fight in his career. Yep. But he also. Um, he he dished out the most strikes as well, just for the. So, I, he's getting a lot of hate. I don't really think it's warranted for him. I do look. I don't know much about striking, but every fight I watch, the last two fights I've watched of his, or maybe all of them, but definitely the last two, Joe and, or DC and Anna can talk about like his head movement or lack thereof. He gets like, hit a lot. His head is just there. But what I love, I mean, but what Patty, Patty he, he, I've heard him say a couple of occasions, 
He, I won't try to do a Scouser accent, but he just says, I can do it, but I don't want to do it on the podcast because I need to practice it. I love the way him and Darren Till talk, but like he's like, Scousers don't get knocked out. And they kind of, well, you don't, obviously you can knock a Scouser out, but he's, what he's saying is that, you know. He's got a good chin. He's got a good chin, but you don't necessarily want the chin. That's the whole name of the game, right? That's the Floyd Mayweather thing. Like, try and, yeah. Try not to. Yeah. So, a, like the MMA is a little bit different. You can't really, you can't weave and bob like a boxer. No. Because no. you get need or kick. But his but his head movements lacking, right? Yeah. So he could do more than he was doing, and he could tuck his chin a bit more, maybe. That's the thing. He comes in with his chin. Or he's, he's he's got his chin up a lot. Yeah. So you know, I thought. So there are people. Um, I think the podcast. And I feel like such a dick even saying that. It's like us two, non-fighters. Talking about fighting, this is this is. It's okay. Difference. It's okay. We're we're just we're just um, we're talking about what the 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 people who know what they're talking about are talking about. Yeah, we're sort of parroting what they're saying. But that's fine. I mean, but we also like so. Uh, my, Wouldn't it? Would you love my, it if Paddy just said, "Fuck, I got lucky there." That yeah. That's the, what the I want to hear. Time, so I said to Amy, Amy's like, "What do you think's going to happen?" And I said, "This decision could go either way." But in the end. I actually didn't bet against Patty. I had Ponzinibbio. My last bet of the day was a three-league multi. Ponzinibbio, Patty, and Anchor Live, which we'll get to soon, to win by knockout. Obviously, that didn't come in, but I was close. I was I was there. So so when Patty won, when the when they raised his hand, I was like, sweet relief. I didn't think he won, but it suited my in my little personal world. If he had have not won and he had lifted Jared's hand, I would have been like, "Fair enough," you know. It's an, it's another another ten dollars down the. It was it was. I mean, in, in hindsight, it was ten dollars down the tube in the future anyway. But anyway, right. So when he did the post fight uh, interview with Joe, though. I, I had a you know you cringe out with 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 Izzy a bit yeah I inwardly my shoulders dropped and I inwardly I cringed a bit I'm like oh shit dude just you know maybe you could learn a bit from Jan Blackovitz Black fuck I can't I cannot what is with Polish names <laughs> give me a fucking Latin name eh give me a oh oh I'll you know Charles Oliveira. Alex Pereira, but Jan Blako Black Black Blako go, yeah Isn't go. Blakovic. Blakovic. <laughs> you just sound like Blok- your Blokovic. <laughs> Blokovic, man. Julia Janzak. <laughs> you just sound like you sound like you're mumbling, and I can't even get it out. Anyway, so Patty. Um, Jan Blahovic. Jan Blahovic. See, yeah, exactly. Jan Blahovic. I have no issues with um, uh, Mago Med and Kalive. Yeah, that's fine. What do you think of that main event? Uh, I didn't think it was terrible. I don't. I, don't, I was surprised that. Um, well, I once again thought that we go on the old. I don't know what I'm talking about realm. But that aside, Ankalive had a way stronger finish. It didn't. The optics were bad for Jan, and um, I thought that uh, typically in those scenarios, 
It's going to the guy who really was dusting him. Finishes better. Yeah. And, and you know, like, okay, uh, he had, Uncle I have had the issues with the leg kicks. Yep. But he he recovered and had serious ground control time and ground and pound and never gave up and then was smashing Black of uh, Blakov Blahovich. Blah- oh, it's, it's, it's a yeah. I see a W in there and it fucks me up. Jan Blahovich at the end. So honestly, even though my three leg multi with Ponzinibbio, Patty, and Ankalive didn't come in because I had Ankalive to knock out for knockout. I was kind of like, well, he's won. Obviously, it was. But then again, it was always in the back of your mind yeah. that, well, who would know? But I, a draw is a split draw. I, I just, I, know, like, I don't understand that. No, I don't think many people understand the inner workings of these commissions and, you know, the the, the Nevada sporting, whatever. It's who knows? I mean, you know, it's like every other group. It's like probably, probably hot, very corrupt. Do you know, I but, after, after the fight, I turned it off immediately. So I don't know who won. I did the exact same thing. I I, I checked in 10 minutes later. So who did win? No one won. That's what, that was the thing. No one won. It was a split draw. Do you not know that? No. Oh, What? Yeah, that's the thing. No. Okay, so no one got that vacant no, belt. There's, no, no, that's the thing. I turned it off, but then 10 minutes later, I saw some Instagram moan about, oh, fuck, that was the terrible end to the card. First we had the Patty the Batty robbery, and then we had a fucking split draw in the main main event. <laughs> oh, so you didn't even know that. Oh, no, Tim, oh, this, we're breaking I, honestly, your... I assumed Blahovich lost. Well, no, he, in the pre-fight interview... He, when they, they were both so gutted, both of them, and basically uh, Blahovich said to Joe, give him the belt. But apparently then Dana immediately that night announced, uh, pardon me, that there's now, uh, this is, it's it's such, it's so frustrating. So guys. who fights for the belt now? Um, Jamal Hill and Glover Tejera in January. This is, the, this is a shit show. It's a total shit show. Total shit show. And then I heard someone saying, is there a conspiracy against Russian fighters? Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. I don't, that's not, as Sam Tripoli would say, that's not Joel speaking. That's, or he, he just says the opposite of that. He says that Sam speaking, but that's not me speaking. That's just, I'm just parroting. But uh, who knows? Man, we are in America, they are in America and they are, you know, you know, you, you do hear all the Russian fighters getting booed. Um, do I do I think um, as far as a sporting organization goes, UFC has is the least politicized of them all, one hundred percent. Like you look at other sporting leagues in America, the NFL, the NBA, NBA's. NFL has end racism on their helmets. Every time I'm like, <laughs> like, how's it going? Yeah, it you will not end right. That's <laughs> like it's just like road to zero, bruh. <laughs> don't. That's dumb. Just there's always that's humanity. There's always going to be people that are a different color or creed or race looking at other going fuck those cunts. That is what humans are like. There's no such thing as a utopia. Sort out child poverty. Where is child sex trafficking in all of this? No one wants to talk about it. World Cup. Go. 
No one does want to talk about child sex. They don't. They, they don't. don't. Like, where are the fucking EPA? It's always about the blacks, how the blacks have been treated badly. You know who's treated worse? Child kids and sex trafficking rings. They get treated worse than anyone in the fucking world. And it didn't happen 200 years ago. It's not the Treaty of Waitangi. It's not the Atlantic slave trade. It's the global child fucking pedo ring trade that is happening now and has been happening forever and no one in the mainstream normie world seems to give a fuck they just pretend it's not happening drives me crazy how about end child trafficking on an nfl helmet how about that never see it don't see it i did see john joseph today posted a video it's worth having a look at john joseph from the uh, crowbags posted a video it's worth a look if to anyone that's uh delves into this topic so this lady her name escapes me but she is from the gucci family literally from the gucci family and she i should actually pull her up while I'm, i'll pull her up while i'm talking but she has done a talk uh she's she started a foundation and it's all about ending um yeah, child sex trafficking, basically. And she has come out and said that she, basically she was... Um, what's Trafficked? She, no, sexually abused as a child. And this is all in the Gucci family fashion. She's speaking out against Balenciaga. Her, she's got a foundation. So her... Her name is Alexander Alexandra Gucci Zarini, heiress to the Gucci family, which is owned by the Kering Group, like Balenciaga are owned by the Kering Group too. So she has um, she is a children's right rights advocate, founder of the Gucci Foundation, which sounds strange, but she is all about uh, you know that she's speaking saying it's rife in the fashion industry how it's you know, the, she, she rattles off all the Balenciaga shit. It's disgusting. Then she posted this photo here. I don't know if this is Harry Styles, but it looks like him. But he's wearing these weird granddad pants, and he's got a teddy bear on his T-shirt and then a small mattress beside him. And she is saying here, why would you create a perf- performance piece with a toddler's mattress with an adult man? My concerns are that there seems to be a common ideology across... Kering's fashion houses, which, and this is, she is, she is basically saying she is, she is from the Gucci family, and she has been abused in amongst that family, and she said, well, if you find her on Instagram, under Alexandra Gucci Zarina, she speaks about how the adults knew, she reckons they knew, and they didn't do shit, and it's rife, real bummer of a topic, eh, but that's why, but you, but, I mean, what are we doing about it? Well, what I'm doing about it is I'm not fucking sexually abusing kids and would you know want to cave anyone's face in that was. Um, so I suppose that's a start, right, Tim? Are yes. you are you are you out there sexually abusing kids? No, no. So that's so we're okay. So we're already on the right path, and we're also talking about it. Yep. Because it's a topic that um, a lot of people get a little bit squeamish about. But like putting in racism on an NFL helmet, it's like oh how not, oh that's a great cause. Fuck that. That causes... That's Kaputsky. Forget about it. There's there's tons of rich blacks all over the world. They're fine. I'll tell you who... Tell you, in saying that, taking the racist hat on and putting my uh, nice guy hat on, Tim, 
I'll tell you who, you mean, it's actually Africa that gets fucked. Like, black Americans, fucking, you can sort your own shit out. Like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. There's, you know, sort out the veterans in America. The veterans need the help. Sort out the opioid crisis. But, like, you know, they talk about, uh, you know, African, you know, they need energy to, that's he in poverty, right? Energy. Yes. You know what Africa has a lot of, especially in Nigeria, Angola. They got a mm-hmm. fucking lot of oil. And they and oil and oh, oil. they got a lot. And do you know who? You know who sucks up a lot of their oil? A lot of those profits go to the West. We gobble, not we. They gobble them up. The corporations come in. I mean, Africa could be uh, energy self-sufficient, but no one, no one's building the infrastructure. They don't. There's groups in the world that don't want them to be self-sufficient. They want to just suck all their oil out, siphon off all the profits. That's the re- that, that's what you should be ending. That's how you end poverty in places. Is you have a lot of energy because we have a lot of energy, right? But there's don't, we won't even get started on the green revolution. Like that's it's fucking it's a joke. It's a fucking joke that we've got all this sweet sweet black gold. And all they want to do is replace it with wind farms and solar panels and electric cuts. A load of fucking bullshit. I'll stand by this. Hey, eh? I if 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 we all perish from weather events and heat by the time I when I'm an old man, I'll be like, oh, it's wrong. I admit it. But I will fucking pin the people who push that agenda, man. Why can't people see it? They are the w- King Charles the Third. Come on! All the people pushing electric cars, wind turbines, solar panels, and board. I mean, I got solar. I, I, I'm a solar panel guy, but I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for selfish reasons. I, yeah, I'm doing it for completely different reasons, right? But wind, to, all the electric cars. It's, 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 it's like. It's like the fad diet of environmentalism. It's it's grotesque. To... It's it's the ch- it's the chatterings of um... it's the chatterings of environmentalism. <laughs> eh? it's like billionaires getting billion more billionaire, and the people the the normies thinking they're saving the planet, but you're just digging fucking rare earth minerals out of the ground in China, you know. And also, you know, once again, you think that we. Every, the white Western people want to curtail everyone's emissions. What, you think that we could have it and everyone else? Sorry, everyone else. Sorry, most of the rest of the planet. You can't have what... I mean, it's 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 outrageous. Just... just let's, let's heat this bitch up a bit. Let's green this bitch. You should have seen... Jordan Peterson was talking about how it's good things are getting greener. Man, you go to the comment section on Instagram of Jordan Peterson. Look, I get it. Jordan Peterson's a psychologist. I'm a house painter. But, you know, like climate science is basically a load of bull- made up, bull- like everything else, Tim, it's made up. Yeah. It's like, as far as the sciences go, you know who I kind of respect? Hard science. Like, guys that, 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 that engineer planes. Like the engineering on a Boeing Dreamliner's wing is amazing because you can you can in the in real world yeah you can tell if it works yeah or not. it works like a bridge I didn't a, fall out of the sky I yeah. am alive I am safer in this than I am in my Toyota Avensis okay yeah. but I did listen to a lady and she said if you Google me um you are going to have to go through pages of her name was um. 
she's actually got a pretty sweet CV. She was like the head of some university's climate outfit. Her name is Judith Curry on the complexities of Earth's climate. That was on a podcast called Germ Warfare, spelled J-E-R-M, Germ Warfare. He's a South African dude. I listen to a few of his podcasts. He has good guests. I'm not such a fan of him. He's like the, he's the Dracus duplicy of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a, he's a, he's a, he's a South African. You know, it's hard to get behind them. Nice enough people, but, you know, they don't have the best banter. But Judith Curry is some sort of a, retired scientist, blah, blah, blah. And she laughs. She's like, man, if you look me up on Google, they make her out to be like, but if they're doing that to you, well, there's a reason they're doing that to certain scientists. She, she, they're worried. They're scared that she's saying the right like, thing. Yeah, but she's all, she's a science, she's a retired scientist. And she's like, look, the fact that she's, she explains how climate science was created and how it's basically... She, you know, she, you know, people don't even know what climate is. Like, people think, they've got Pete Normies watching the news thinking that the weather is climate. It's like, it's, it's outrageous. In the 70s, like, on No Agenda, I don't know if you heard it, they played Leonard, uh, Leonard Nimoy, who played, Nimoy or whatever Nimoy, it was. Yeah, yeah. Play, who played Spock on the original Star Trek, obviously. In the 70s, he was doing this show and it was talking about, like scientists believe uh, that by the 1990s, global cooling could cause an ice age. It's just like, <laughs> this is the thing. If people took a bit of time to stop getting propagandized by the six o'clock news that, oh my God, it's the heat wave in Europe and we're burning too much fossil fuel. It's not even fossil fuels, it's just black gold, bro. Um, you know, in the 70s, it was, it's, we're going to call. And I'll tell you what, you certainly, as as Randall Carlson would say, you certainly do not want fucking calling, Tim. I'm all about the warming. Warm this bitch up. Okay, the, you might lose a couple of islands. You only need to watch any fucking thing about history. If you go back hundreds of thousands of years, there is a lot of formerly, uh, formerly islands now known as the seafloor. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. There are parts of the Netherlands that are meters and meters under sea level. Millions and millions and millions and millions of people live below sea level on planet Earth. We've figured it out. Look at how the Dutch did it. It's done. We don't need to do all this shit. Barack Obama, apparently, I was listening to a lady the other day on a podcast, on a podcast, talk about how Barack Obama has bought like a fucking five or 10,000 liter propane tank for his Martha's Vineyard uh, Martha's Vineyard mansion. The guys, Barack Obama has a fucking Martha's Vineyard on a fucking island off Massachusetts or wherever the fuck it is. He's bought a, he's got a house there and one on the fucking beachfront in fucking Hawaii apparently. The guy's buying a 5,000, 10,000 fucking liter fucking propane tank for fuck's sake. Wake up. Wake the fuck up. Right, finish on the World Cup. World Cup. So, your predictions were... Um, My first one was pretty good. Croatia. Over Brazil. Yep, that was good. That was good. That would have been a good moneymaker. Jesus, hot near, eh? That was Ooh. a niner. I would have got 90 back. You would have got 90 back. My advice would be, don't start gambling. I know you won't. No. I would never encourage anyone to gamble, eh? It's a, it's it's fun, but it's also I don't know. It's someone close to me has had problems with yep. gambling. Yeah, 
And so I've just sort of shied away from it my whole yeah. life. Yeah. Yep. 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 Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like Amy worries about it, but really, like, like I say, I had, um, because I'm working so much at the moment, I know she totally buttons off about all that shit. Like yep. she won't mention it. But, you know, like I always love to point out like for like five days in my little Stanley lunchbox she makes me, I had like 300, nearly 300 bucks in cash in my lunchbox to give someone for some paint I got on their account on it because I didn't have an account at Dulux. You know, I always point it to me, I was like, babe, if I had a really bad gambling problem, I wouldn't be able to have $300 of someone's money in my lunchbox for a week. So you don't have to worry about it, babe. No, I don't always, worry about John. I always like to put it in there. But, um, yeah, I get some people, they, yeah, I get it. So that's why I would always say don't. Don't start. <laughs> the reason I say don't is because it, for me, it's like I've always said, it's more about, it's kind of ruined watching sport in a weird way. And so far as. It's better to watch with money on it. It's, 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 I wouldn't watch sport without having a bet on it, basically. It's. Maybe uh, there's there's some things I could. The Warriors or some because you're emotionally sort of attached to them. But there is very low chance I wouldn't. But I could, if gun to my head, they'd be like, watch it without a bet, Joel. I'd be like, okay, okay, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But everything I would watch way less sport if like basically that's that's the thing with gambling for me. It's not the money. I get my little shitty allowance every week, and once I, if I torch that, I torch it, and that's basically like you know, um, you know, it's like Oliver Twist, you know, on Sunday. Please, Amy. to Amy, please, Amy. I just want a bag of Mexicano tasty cheese corn chips, a tub of salsa, six beers, and thirty dollars for the TAB. So I can watch, you know, for the UFC. <laughs> Very that, specific. That's but that's what I do for the UFC. That's kind of like my begging. Thing? I'm down on my knees. I was like, I need a Mexicano tasty cheese corn chips. A jar of um, old El Paso salsa, cheap stuff, cheap stuff. Um, If I'm drink, maybe a six pack, but often not at the moment. Uh, And maybe twenty or thirty bucks for the UFC on Sunday, because that's kind of my decompression time. I like it. You know, but anyway, back to the back to the saga. (laughs) So you've 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 known a problem get. I think everyone knows. I've lived with. um, I've I've known people who have had uh, pokies problems. That's the, you know, we've talked about this in the past, but that's, for me, that's the spookiest one, eh? Yeah. Now, this person uh, was strictly horses and yeah. sports. So, let me guess. and let, let me, I'm going to go out on a limb and say an old man. Because <laughs> only old men like... Bet on horses. Bet on horses. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know many young... Young guys talk... Like, I was at a, bar, a, a tradie barbecue this morning... And I was sitting beside a dude, a rugby player, and we were talking about sports gambling. No, no one. So who you got for race five at the Amberley Cup? I'm like, no one, no, no one talks that to me. So it's a boomer, basically. Yeah. It's a boomer. So, but the yeah, obviously the pokies. Yeah, that's a that's a different one. That's a, that's a, that's a nasty one. Yeah. I don't, I've known. I live with the chick once. Who? Yeah, she. She. Yeah, she couldn't. She would, yeah, she would steal money. She would, she couldn't, yeah. If she was round, if there was money in the flat, yeah. There's a story once where she, like, someone gave her 300 bucks to buy an ounce of weed and then 
the weed didn't arrive. No weed. And then someone at then eventually that night had to be like, yeah, sorry, I drove straight to the pokey the pub, put the lot in, and there are no more. Hey, look, and I'm not judging that person because. No, it's the same. If, if, it's the same. That is the same addiction as any of those all other of them. ones. Yeah. yeah. If you if you can be basically if you can go through without if you can get through like like that guy the photographer he told Joe uh, Mark later is it Mark either the the latest Joe that that interviews the people who have got hard lives he told Joe he's never smoked pot he occasionally he's like. And he said his mum and dad gave him the best upbringing. And that's basically what it is. Yeah. Like, my upbringing was obviously pretty good, but bad enough that I went through a phase of fairly regular, well, fairly regular, super, super regular recreational drug use for years. And then a low-level... Uh, love of sports game. That's how traumatic my childhood was. Not very, but just a sprinkle. I've got like a little salt bay, just a wee <laughs> sprinkle. I've got a sprinkle of uh, covering up some, um, I wouldn't say they're demons. It's like, they're not even demons. It's like just probably things you shouldn't have. Neglect. You're covering up years of neglect. It's probably not neglect. It's probably like, like I think I was listening to the most, not the most recent uh, Fu Manchu, but it was the I think as uh, the most recent one was just Jolin and the dude who created the isolated Paulus. We, yep, Paulus. Yeah, Paulus. But then the previous one before that with Hodjo and Jolin, Jolin was talking about talking about daddy issues, and then they're like everyone and like Gen X has got daddy issues nearly, and they were laughing, and they're right because. And they were and they're one hundred percent. Well, from what I can see, correct. Apart from the odd person, maybe I can think of, is they were talking about hey, like your dad, and you say the same thing. Your dad would. You didn't basically. Your dad back in when we were kids, your dad didn't. Your dad was like not there. He was there, but he wasn't really there during the week. Really, like, like I used to fucking so want to play cricket or something with my my parents very really did anything with me eh? that's not that's not because dad was mining coal and sleeping on the couch and mum was preserving fruit and ironing tea towels they had no time to play cricket in the backyard with little jolie but your dad basically you know like they were just not really that as we say these days hands on like you know what i mean like these days sometimes i even have to be like Babe, 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 just, yeah, 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 I'll do something with the kids soon, but fucking hell, I've just been a work all day, give me a break, you know what I mean? Living the kids for a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, like, yeah, but that's most dads, like, most dads now are way more, we do way more shit with our yeah. kids, which is a good thing, Yeah. but also, are they just bobbing around in the Tasman Ocean with no one know where they are? Nope. No. And are they going to be, are, are we going to, yeah, it's, it's, that's a bit of a problem, like, even just out on their bikes, like... You know, it's it's so anyway. Daddy issues, Generation X's, we've probably all got them because we had boomer parents, and they were just kind of like, "See yous," and we went. <laughs> and then we kind of didn't really know what to, like. We kind of were like, "Oh fuck, okay." So I just kind of had like a meh relationship with my dad, <laughs> and then and then obviously some of the if you're unlucky enough, 
well, the really unlucky people never even really had a dad, and then and then some of us had to deal with leaving dads. And then, then you get like, uh, um, I basically got, I didn't get fucked, didn't get sexually abused, or very bashed up. I didn't get bashed up at all, really. I probably just got the odd clip around the ass. Uh, I got enough childhood trauma to just have low-level drug and gambling problems. Very manageable ones. <laughs> so much so that I basically, you know, I'm just waiting for a window like, you know what I mean? Like, I cannot do drugs, but if you pulled out a bag of MDs now, flopped it out, since we have a rail, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I could also go a month or two or yeah. three or six. Very controlled in your old age. I am, mate. And same, the the gambling's really, the, it's the most, it's the most, uh, it's the most there thing. Right. Back to World <laughs> Cup. So. We've got to end on that. So I've got, to, I've got a big drive tomorrow. Oh, it's, yeah, it's quarter to 11. Oh, where are you going? Uh, Dunno's. Oh, for real? Yeah. How come? Work? Uh, no, just to pick something up. Okay, pick something up. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Argentina, they beat someone. Morocco, they beat someone. I had Morocco. Be- yeah, Morocco. Yeah, but I was betting against Argentina. I would, yeah. I yeah. Argentina's my team in the World Cup, so I And then I had England To beat France, and France, France yeah. won. Yeah. So you were, I was, I was two for two, and you were two for two. Yeah. And then today... Uh, sorry, yesterday Argentina beat comfortably beat Croatia. Yep. Three zip, I think. And then France comfortably beat uh, Morocco two zip, I believe. So Monday morning, uh, and where we are right now on the whatever, the 15th, 16th of December, uh, it'll be those two Monday morning about 8 a.m., I think. I'm probably going to go to work at 10 o'clock on Monday morning. Um, and by then, the game will be over. Uh, when this podcast comes out, so I'm going to ask you for a winner, win a winner, and I also want to ask you for a score prediction. Argentina three one. <laughs> three one. Yep. Okay, well, I have this feeling that like these games get super tight, and uh, I think it will go to. It'd be awesome with penalties. Yeah, I watched a penalties game the other day. It was really good. It's great when it's not. The Warriors playing Golden Point. You can just sit back and go, Enjoy oh, it's so exciting. Um, so I'm going to go Argentina. Because I had the Netherlands and they were, it was. They come back. It was a draw at the end. Yeah, they come back. They were 2 0 down to Argentina. Yeah. And they yeah. got, they scored two goals in the last fucking seven minutes. Oh. In fact, they scored the second goal to draw it against Argentina in, in injury time. Injury time, yeah. yeah, yeah. The same guy scored both goals. I reckon I'm thinking I don't. Uh, I think it will be. I think Argentina are going to win in extra time or penalties, and I think it will be. Um, I think it's going to be one nil. Okay. I think it's going to be like tight as as Mitz would say. I think it's going to be tighter than a mouse's waistcoat, or as tight as a mouse's waistcoat. Nice. So. That's it. That's it. Tim's going to go. I've got so many more show notes. That's fine. I can live with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We'll just, we'll just do another one soon. Uh, so, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, there is a Tereo Merry Christmas. I don't know. I, it's It looks just like Mary and then some other thing. Quite strange that I adopt that, that there's this big push to... Not and then they also uh, 
they also take on this traditional Christian holiday, which is a Western thing. It's, it's quite strange. Maybe they should just go and do Merry Christmas. Because is there a word? Is there a, is there a Maori word for Christmas? I like or are they how you just, said Maori. Or are they just making it up? Woke, like, well, they would good. even had a, they wouldn't have even had a word for Christmas. No, they were digging a hole in the ground and having a honey. <laughs> and it would, probably would have been um, what is that thing called where they? It's like their New Year's. It's called. Um, Matariki. Yes, Matariki. So they should just rock Matariki and just leave Christmas to the to the traditional whiteies. Yeah. It's our thing. Yeah. You know, just leave it alone. Stop trying to take it off us. You know, you guys, I'm going to have to get a treaty written up. No more. Nanaya Mahuta. Stop culturally no appropriating our shit. No, if I see Manaya, Nanaya Mahuta with a fucking Santa fucking hat on, I'll rip that thing off her head and whack around the face with a rubber dick. Dust me, don't you? 